Yes, hello and welcome to the South Coast Football Holic and our 2022 Illawarra Premier League season preview. Before I do anything, I want to welcome back in-person podcaster Dylan Arvella of Now the Daily Telegraph. Welcome. Cheers for having me. Glad to be here. Looking forward to a, a, a fancy little preview show. A fancy little preview show. That's why I might describe it. Fancy. The, un- the unofficial footballholic, Mr. Josh Bartlett, welcome back as oh, well. Just, just a part of the furniture these days. Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> footballholic. <laughs> you be the judge. Yeah. Uh, before we get into anything, we are recording in the Fraternity Club ballroom. This podcast is brought to you by the Fraternity Club. I'd like to announce the extension of our partnership for 2022 today and uh, thank the club once again for hosting our first in-person podcast in a long, long time. Also now the naming rights partner of the Illawarra Premier League for this season as well. So, uh, Lafrat, where is that? Very good. Good to see them. Emotional times for the Mercury. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're still doing a fantastic job covering local football. And obviously there's been a few good yarns out this week. Well, this bloke's been covering the Youth Cup now. That's that's how he's dead for you. The pressure's on. I try my best, guys. All for you. Mm. It's been probably the longest off-season, pre-season and we thought last season was yeah. just... Like, we thought 2020 was bad. 2021 hit us like like a sack of potatoes, mm. you know? <laughs> I don't know. That's how you describe it. But um, are you looking forward to the season? Oh, absolutely. The fact it's the longest pre-season, yet the comp starting in February shows you how early you know, we lost football last year. It's great to be back. There's so much exciting things happening around the area and uh, we're all ramping up for the big IPL ahead. How about you, Mr. Arvell? Are you keen? It's, it's crazy that it's uh, so close to the start of the season. I remember just over Christmas New Year's time, people were talking about uh, their pre-season training the <laughs> in between that period, and it's like that's uh, pretty unprecedented. But you know, unprecedented times, as we keep going on about, um, it'll be interesting to see how people cope with the early start, whether it gets uh, held on to for the years ahead. Well, that's going to be a talking bit as well for some clubs as well who mm. maybe haven't been able to start as early as others. Some clubs who haven't got any trial games in, but we'll get into the season preview, shall we? Our first club in the eye, we're going to go from last how last year finished 12th all the way up to first. So to start with, we're going to start off with South Coast United. Before we do anything, we've got 12 players on this preview for a couple of minute short chats with us. To start off the proceedings, we've got Jamie Wakeling from South Coast United coming on, the South Coast United striker, and here's Jamie right now. And welcome to Jamie Wakeling from South Coast United. Thanks very much for coming on the IPL season preview, mate. First time, how are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. I uh, love, love, love your work and I'm keen to get on. I've always wanted to get on. Finally, you've got me on here. Well, let's get to it then. So, pre-season for South Coast United, you boys. It's been a rough couple of years, but overall, how do you rate your squad's pre-season so far? Yeah, look, um, we've we've hit a, um, been hitting it out earlier this year, which is good. We've had an extra month or so of um, pre-season, um, which has been better than the last two seasons. Hopefully, we can get the whole 22 games out of the way this year. But, um, yeah, looking pretty good at the moment. And you, I believe you guys have brought in a couple of new signings. Can you tell me a bit about them? How have they been fitting in? Yeah, yeah um, pretty positive, actually. We've um, new boy from Sydney, Marco Panese. He's pretty... Um, pretty good top quality, plays in, in and around the midfield there. He's been great um, coming into the squad. He's been there since day one pre-season, so it's been great. Um, new Japanese boy as well, Kadea. He's um, very sharp in the midfield, very switched on. And, um, yeah, Ben Lucas as well has been a great addition to the to the club as well. He's been very professional about everything he's done and looking very promising. 
Well, it's good to see promising signs because we did touch on, obviously, you guys have had a tough last couple of years. You finished bottom last two years during the COVID era. Who knows what would have happened if the season wasn't cut short last year. You guys were starting to get on a little bit of a run. So how do you guys reckon you're going to try and reverse that trend this year? Uh, yeah, look, the last two seasons, as you said, um, been pretty ordinary, um, not just for the club as well, but for the whole um, competition with um, cutting short. But um, this year, it's just, we've, like I said, we've started earlier. We've got um, players on board nice and early in positions that we've needed. And um, the training's always top quality up there with Greg and all the boys. And we've had good turnouts and stuff so far. And um, trial games, I think, is key as well. We've been getting into trial games very early and consistently, which always helps. So, yeah, it should be a much positive season this year. Yeah, I'll ask you about your trial games. You've had a couple under your belt now. How have you guys been feeling? I believe you 2-1 win over Winuna. Oh, sorry, not Winuna, Unandera over the weekend. Yeah, um, that was good. It was very hot. Um, Unandera had a few plays out, but so did we. Um, but it was good to get out there and run around on a grass pitch. We used to be on the synthetic. Um, and we had a trial game last weekend, Cairn against uh, Shell Cove. But before that, we played Helensburg, who are another good um, outfit in District League, along with Unandera. Um, but yeah, it was good on the weekend. Very promising. Um, we're up 2-0 for most of the game and then, yeah, it was good hit out. And on a personal level, as a striker, what are you looking to get out of 2022? Uh, look, mate, the is pretty easy for that. Plenty of goals, but I think with um, bringing in players like we have with Marco, Ben Lucas, um, in and around there in the midfield has been fantastic and Kadea, and we're just building on that. Um, obviously, good um, quality deliveries come plenty of goals so that's what i'm looking for mate great debut thanks for coming on the season preview sure to catch you on the pitch later in the year no worries mate all the best great insight from Jay. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you jay for those who don't know when we're recording here we didn't actually we didn't oh. actually watch it so um but uh, we'll be we'll go through the games for south coast united games for south coast united new players ben lucas Marco Penisi, Penisi, I believe, Tatsuma Nikasone, Nikasone and Hassan Dareb, I'm pretty You've sure. You've put Hassan in the wrong glove. Have I? He's at Winuna. Scratch that. <laughs> no, keep it in. <laughs> Got that out. And Tatsuma Nikasone. So only a couple of games this year for South Coast United. But um, how do we see United faring this year? I'm going to start with Josh. We'll start with yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, <laughs> the pressure's on. Professional, please. The pressure's on. Look, please. Look, Jamie, Jamie touched on it himself. It's been a tough couple of years for the club. I mean, to be honest, they've been pretty lucky not to be relegated two seasons in a row um, in these unprecedented times, as you call them. Um, it was interesting to hear that they've had an early return to pre-season. That's really positive to hear that mm. they're back on the training paddock, ready to go. And Jamie seemed happy with the recruits saying that they're building into positions already. So he seemed pretty upbeat, which is good Good to hear. It's, um, yeah, it's interesting. It's going to be all about the start of the season for me, mm. for, for South Coast United. How about you, Dylan? Yeah, you mentioned the start, which they have an all right start. They've got Tarawana at home and Wanuna at home in the first uh, few weeks of the season before a really tough run just after that. Um, it's worth mentioning Bjorn Cho, who's retired, mm. um, who was obviously former Korean internationals, a pretty big loss for them in mm. the back, and they're still heavily relying on the likes of Greg Valich and Kolan and Ricky Patakis. Uh, they're aging legs that mm. haven't played uh, a full season due to COVID and Last injuries years, for yeah. quite a long time, so it would 
they're going to really need to have their fingers crossed and hope that they can stay fit if South Coast are to be competitive this year. Wakeling, who we had on, obviously he's going to be key for them. Um, I think he's a player that has talent, but he has struggled a bit at South Coast over the last couple of years. But fingers crossed for, for him, fingers crossed for South Coast, he's able to get them firing. Um, but for mine, they've been a bit too stagnant for a bit too long. And uh, yeah, you mentioned that R word earlier. Yep. They're at a risk of uh, going down. Who knows? They have been a slow starting team for a few years now, obviously. Years before COVID, they did recover in the second half of the year. They didn't yeah. get a chance to the last two years because we didn't have a second half of the year. Yeah, that's right. You said they have a decent start. Are they going to be slow starting again, do you think? Or is this the year they reverse the trend a bit? Well, the, that, that home game, which I think is a night game as well, mm. against Tarawana. Yeah, they're all night If games. they're able to get a win against them, a side that Tarawana is... Who's, I think is going to be interesting to watch this year. If they're able to get a win over Tarawana, I think that'll be a great start. Uh, and a good performance against it's Olympic in round two. It's probably going to be a loss. That would be my prediction for it. But if they're able to put in a decent showing, and then against Wanuna, who's in a similar boat to Tarawana, if they're able to get a result there, four points, four points or or more in the first three games would be a great start. I agree. I was going to say agree, that's, yeah. a, that's a minimum four that's points for mine from that first. Three weeks. So. That's a tip, Greg. No pressure. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we there we go. Um, but yeah, so South Coast. That is South Coast United. Mm. Any last thoughts on United before we move on? No, I think we we touched on it. I mean, those those experienced guys like like a Greg Valich will be so so important to this side. But um, yeah, just interesting to see how those recruits go in this system. We'll move on to the next club now, and one of the biggest club overhauls this year would be the Cringilla Lions. Mm. Before we get into the no, we've got player guest James Carley to speak on a couple of words on Cringilla, and he's James right now. And a welcome to the IPL season preview to James Carley from the Cringilla Lions. New signing for the Cringilla Lions. Mate, you're one of a lot of signings to come to Cringy this year. Be a bit of an overhaul. How are you boys looking? How's preseason been? How are you guys looking? Uh, yeah, good. It's... Um... Yeah, they've got a, quite a few new boys, which sometimes can be a little bit difficult, especially when people haven't sort of played together or had much experience together as a team. But, um, I mean, we're only sort of two trial matches down and stuff's starting to come together and everyone's sort of gelled pretty well, which is good. So, yeah. You have had two trial games, I believe, one all with Bankstown City over the weekend and a good 3-0 win against Dunbar. How do those games play out from your eyes? Yeah, they were good. I mean, obviously, there was a lot of stuff to work on in, in both games, but, um, I mean, we did not too bad, especially against, I mean, even though the MPL3, the MPL guys always knock the ball around really well, which is kind of tricky to play against sometimes. But, um, yeah, no, we, we, we did good, and it's good to get sort of um, some stuff to take away from the game and then go back and work on it, training and stuff like that. So, yeah, no, all in all, it was very good. And for yourself personally, obviously at a new club, Cringilla as a whole, how have you enjoyed it so far? Yeah, good. Um, it's a new club, but I mean, uh, Isco and, and George, I've, I've known for a few years. Uh, George has sort of coached me on and off since I was a bit younger, so I've had experience with them too. Um, so yeah, they're, they're doing well. And um, committee's nice. The, the, clubs, the club seems good. President's good. Um, yeah, so it's, it's a good culture so far. 
Yeah, you guys are a very young squad. Obviously, we talk about the overhaul, but most of the players coming in are around that 2021 20, age group that you were in. And you guys have had a, positive, a few positive results like we just spoke about over the last few weeks. How confident are you guys that going into round one against Coniston that Conjula's going to you know, turn a corner this year and move all the way up, up the ladder? How, how confident are you in uh, moving up the ladder there? Yeah, I mean, um, like the... We do have a young team, but we, we do have a few um, older boys with a lot of experience sort of sprinkled in there as well. So I feel like those guys um, can take like a leading role and, and do really well for, for the rest of the, the team. Um, uh, I mean, I haven't really looked at, at Kono or, or much of the rest of the, the squads in, in the league, but I feel like if we just kind of stick to the game plan and um, all the boys sort of put in put in the work and put in the effort, I think we'll do pretty well this year. Well, mate, thanks again for coming on. It's your, it's your second appearance on the show. A bit, bit, of, bit of time between drinks, but uh, no, I appreciate your time and uh, all the best for the, the season ahead. No, thanks, mate. Thanks for having me. Thanks to James Carley for coming on the pod there. Some great insight there. Although I will read out the new signings for Cringilla. I'm pretty sure I've got them all. If I don't have them all, don't come running at me with a knife. So first one, Steve Agronofsky, Keegan Matthias from Paul Kemmler, Andre Diaz from Wollongong United, Ben Cornish, Michael Mendes and Anthony Christesi, both from Coniston last year. James Carley, Orlando Toba, Tabar Salazar. I think I've got that right. No. Christian Carbo. <laughs> Ryan Ackhurst, Jake Levy, Jonah Carmonides, and the most recent one, which is probably the most notable one, Ben Zuko. Pretty big pickup there. Yeah, huge pickup. But uh, obviously, Iceman Isco mm. Tanisovsky is also the big, the big recruiter, yes, head coach, former, former player, of course. Yep. Um, obviously, before my time, but a lot of people consider him a bit of a club legend. So it's great to see them going back to the well. Uh, with some of their old boys and I hope uh, he's given the full reign because I reckon he's assembled a squad that can be really competitive. Cringilla have disappointed for, for years and I've, I've personally never seen him play in the final <laughs> series so uh, I think there's a lot of expectation around this side with a lot of young, a lot of exciting players. Um, Ice has a lot of experience coaching young players which yes. I think is great. Uh, James Carley is one of those players. He's a, he's a player we've experienced in the MPL yep. as well as in the IPL mm. when he first broke through up, up at Coromore about four or five years ago now. So it'd be good to watch him. Um, you mentioned Ben Zuko. Everyone knows his talent. Yep. But players like Andre Diaz coming in from Wollongong United, mm. he's a great fullback, a great attacking mm. fullback who I think will offer a lot. He's got a bit more muscle in him now too, so oh, even stronger. Yeah, up. Even stronger. Yeah. You've been seeing him in the gym. I've been seeing him, seeing photos of him on the pitch. So, All right, you know. <laughs> no worries. Uh, Jake Levy, great, a great little midfielder from um, from Bulleye before going to Unidara just before COVID uh, last year. I think he, he's a really exciting player to watch. Um, and also Kristeski, he was mm. showed some really good form at stages for Coniston last year. Yep. Um, but there's a lot of players on this list um, that could really add a lot to the IPL. And hopefully they're all able to gel. And hopefully, for Cringilla's sake, they're able to really shake things up this year. Josh, what do you like the most about these guys? Yeah, look, I think they've got a real exciting mix of youth and experience there. I think the last couple of years, certainly I've been covering the IPL. Cringilla have been a team that they have, I don't know what they, they stand for. Now they've got youth, they've got excitement, they've got a new coach who is a you know, club favourite coming back. Yeah. A guy like Steve Ogronovsky was so good last year for Connor. I think that's a huge, huge pickup for him. You know, and 
And Keegan Matthias is another guy who's um, popped up at a few different clubs the last couple of years and is uh, always always looks good. So mm. there's there's plenty to like about the Lions right now. Plenty of like. Are they smoky to sneak in the five? I've got them in the five. You got them? I've got them in in, in the five. We're not going to. Uh, we're going to have to wait till the famous season preview for all my predictions. But, uh, <laughs> but there, unless uh, there's a crisis over the next uh, next seven days, they're going to be um, they're going to be in my top five. And well, they've had some very good results. Some three nil against Ken, three nil mm. against Bankstown City. If I'm not wrong, that's solid. So, and NPL clubs, no matter what league. NPL clubs are always yep. always hard to break down, so um, three nils for a good start. They've also got a great start to the season. Not like it's a tough game against Coniston on, mm. on a Friday night. I think that's a big game. But that's, that's, yeah, a, that's a great a way. Game. What a way the to start. The Bobby Mazevsky fixture generator. <laughs> Friday night lights, Coniston v Crini. Um, I'll be there. Looking forward to it. That's my match of the round. But we'll get into that in the round one preview yep. next week. Uh, we did touch on Ice Isco Atanasoski. Did I get that right? You've nailed it. I've nailed it? Okay. Ice Man. Ice Man. Mm. I just call, I'll just call him Ice for sure. It's a lot easier. Yeah. He's had a big impact already. How much of an impact throughout the year do you reckon he's going to have on this club, Josh? Oh, he'll he'll be huge for culture. He's obviously already had a big impact by the sound of it at the club. And I think he'll just keep things settled. Um, he strikes me as a guy that doesn't get too caught up in the roller coaster of highs and lows. So I think he'll be really good for mm-hmm. the Lions this year. A lot of squad overhauls, a lot of players going different um, different places. Next club now, however, finished 10th in the standings when the comp finished last year, the mm. Balambi Rosellas. And to speak on behalf of Balambi Rosellas, who spoke very well, actually, Ryan Beatty from the Balambi Rosellas. Check me out. And a welcome to the IPL season preview to Ryan Beatty from the Balambi Rosellas. Thanks very much for coming on, mate. How are you doing? Problem. No problem. I'm pretty good. Just uh, chilling, getting ready for the football to get started. Well, speaking about football now, you guys got a new head coach in Steve Dimitrescu this year. How has Dimmy been around the squad so far? No, Dimmy's been great. Like, he came in really sort of shorter notice than most of the coaches got. And realistically, like, he worked us really hard for Christmas. And, like, the results have shown we've played pretty good football so far. And, like, we're scoring goals. I think we've won three of our three trials so far. And, like, the boys are pretty pumped to get into the season. Yeah, you boys, like... Obviously, on social media, you guys aren't too exactly loud on social media in terms of who you brought in and stuff like that. But you guys have had some very positive uh, results throughout preseason. Uh, can you detail to the listeners and the and the viewers about your results so far? Yeah, so we've had three trials, one against Helensburg, Fernhill and Oak Flats, and we've won all of those and scored a couple of goals and really played pretty good football. There's room for improvements, of course, but I think you can say that about any team really at this stage of like the pre-season like there's a little bit of work to do but give us another couple of weeks and we should be ready for that first game against Albion Park yeah you guys seem to get Albion Park early a lot throughout the season now you guys always usually have them in the first one or two rounds but you guys have brought in a couple new players this year can you detail to us your new signings how they fit into the squad yeah no problem so we've brought in Steve Rostesky at the back we've got Luke Bortma who's come in in the middle of the field as well we've also brought in Leo Hiroshi, who was at Coniston a couple of years ago and is an absolute like gun. Like his shooting is so good, it's unbelievable just to watch. And then we've got another really strong Japanese boy in Shohei, who's just come in from Japan basically two months ago and really hit the ground running. 
and he scored a couple of goals in preseason. And we've really held on to a lot of the squad that we had last year. We've got sort of old dogs like Brett Wilson, who might be getting on in you know years, but he's definitely got that experience to really score goals and perform at this level. And based on what you've seen throughout preseason, who in particular in your squad are you tipping to have a big 2022 this year? I think Leo in the middle of the park or Rio, he'll really, really have a good year. I think he'll surprise people. He's a lot, you look at him and he looks quite small, but he's a lot tougher than you give him credit for. And the way he can just roll off tackles, like he'll, he'll have a good year. I've got no doubt about that. Well, mate, great insight into the Rosellas and uh, looking forward to your season opener against Albion Park in a couple of weeks' time. Thanks for coming on, mate. No, no problem. Hopefully we uh, get a win first up. Thanks to Ryan for coming on there. We'll just go through a couple of their games. So Luke Borsman has come in. It was at Paul Kembler two years ago. Had a senior in Albion Park City last year. Steve Rostevsky. Leo Hiroshi, who did play for Coniston a few years ago. Mm. And... Well, Ryan touched on earlier, a Japanese player. First name Shohei, he didn't exactly know his last name just yet. He's just only come in from Japan, but apparently he scored a couple in preseason, so he might be one to watch out for as well. At the time of recording, they have won every single trial game they've played. Dill, you did watch their first game against Helensburg, who are tipped to be up there in the district league. How do they look? I've got to say, going to the game at uh, Elizabeth Park, which was in good nick a few weeks back, uh, I wasn't expecting too much of Stephen Dimitrovsky's side, uh, but they're really impressed against a Berg side that have, are, are really stacked for the district league, probably would be competitive in the Premier League. They end up winning 4-3. Shoei looked like a really handy attacker. He's a he's a slight a slight player, but uh, looked pretty skillful. Um, it's a tough job to replace Jeff Orport. He came in and there was a lot of upheaval. Um, before he came in and then he mm-hmm. was able to get them uh, to be competitive even though they were near the bottom of the table last year. Um, so Steve's going to have to probably copy that model somewhat uh, with a lot of new players as well. Um, Brett Wilson there who was wearing the armband against uh, Helensburg is probably going to be their main man up front. There was a little age reference to Brett Wilson. I think it was in Ryan Beattie's chat as well. So they'll be listening to this on the car ride down together to training. And um, oh, do they carpool? Do they, they do carpool, they? according to Ryan. Um, and yeah, he did. He did let off a little age reference. So um, <laughs> shout out to Brett. No, I, I, I him. good player. He works yeah. hard. Works hard. Yeah, he's able to score. Um, if he can stay fit, that's going to be pretty important for the Rosellas. Not too sure about squad depth. That's a concern for them as well. We'll see what happens. Beatty is really was really optimistic about Leo Hiroshi. Wonder what you think. Absolutely, there's a couple of names on that uh, recruitment list that are exciting. I mean, to be honest, boys, but about if you'd asked me just before Christmas about Balambi, I was a little bit worried about them coming into this year. They're very, they're not one of the most vocal teams on social media. I think uh, Brian himself might have touched on that. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a couple of signings there. I think that they could potentially you know, get some results for them on the basis of their performances. Do they climb up the ladder this year? Will they still be that battling side? Although they ha- they have shown they can score a few goals in this preseason, but once they get to the Premier League sides, we don't know just yet. So what do we think? I can go. You guys I'll go first. Um, gut feeling says I think they'll be about the same, roughly. Thereabouts, they might rise a position or two, but they're a club that have come so far in the last, you know, four to five years, so that's not anything to be concerned about. But what do you think, Dylan? If they are able to come in the top 11, that's a good season. Fair enough. Mm. I, I must say, though, making 
yourself you got a season predictions coming out soon to make predictions in a season like <laughs> this where there's no frat cup to go by yeah. not many IPL v IPL trial games you can't read it in too like much how, who's how thinking we about know this? how <laughs> some random team from the back of Sydney when they go up against a, an IPL side and it ends up being 5-0 it's like alright well that could be a good result they also could be playing a bunch of 50 year olds so and to throw a spanner in the works, some people might be in COVID isolation at the moment. Well, I know, that's true. I know too. for a fact um, Cameron Morgan was in isolation, missed two of their yeah. troll games. So it's going to be, you'd imagine, an ongoing factor this year too. Squads are just yeah. going to have to deal with players coming in and out it's at just, different times. So. Yeah, you can't. It's hard to read into preseason too much this year, but look, someone's mm. got to do it. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> us this year. Yeah, yep. so um, yeah, don't hold a knife to our our heads if we uh, are yeah, general we advice for all, all times. Yeah, all times, all times, but Fair now in particular. Mm-hmm. All right, next one, number nine for twenty in the twenty twenty one season was the Coromel Rangers, and to speak to them, we've got a fresh signing for the Coromel Rangers, Cody Waymire from Albion Park last year. And a welcome to the IPL season preview to new signing for Coromel Rangers, Cody Waymire. Mate, thanks very much for coming on. IPL season preview debut for yourself. How you doing anyway? Yeah, good. Thanks, Jared. How are you been? Very good, mate. Very good. We'll dive straight into it. New club, Coromel Rangers in 2022. How would you rate the squad's preseason so far? Um, we've had a bit of a tough start to the preseason, like especially the trial games over the, over the last week. Um, I think results they get around the they get around the Elwara pretty quick, and I think everyone knows how we're travelling. But in saying that, we have probably got four or five blokes that are out with injuries at the moment from training, and we've copped our fair share of struggles with COVID and and that with getting people to training. So our preseason hasn't gone to plan, but we've we've still got a we still got our plan in progress, and we still got another month out before the season, and we're doing everything we can to hit the point where we need to get to. Yeah, it's a bit hard to read into results this preseason in particular with all the isolation and the COVID hit and everything like that. But for yourself, you're one of many new signings at the Cornwall Rangers this year. How do you think you've fit into your new club so far? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I think the, the, the boys that we got at the moment are all gelled really well, actually. Like, surprisingly, for a, a, a new squad with probably 10 or 11 blokes that are coming in and a lot sort of don't know each other too well. We've really gelled over the last probably two months of preseason, and I'm pretty happy with with the way the the squad's gelled and the chemistry in the team at the moment. And obviously, like there is a lot of new players in there. Who are you expecting to shine this season? Oh, it's tough to say. As as you know, we got we got Jai who's played in the grand final, and he's sort of stepped in a bit of a leadership role. We got uh, Dylan Caden who I think everyone might know he's played for Sydney FC. I think he even subbed on Del Piero once, which Debut, all the boys yeah. give him give him a bit of stick for that. But I think I think those two could really step up this year and I think everyone else just is there to really work hard and play as a squad. And out of the last few weeks of preseason, you said you've had a rough start, but training and everything like that, has there anyone has there been anyone around the club in training or anything that's impressed you the most so far? Not, not particularly. No, I wouldn't really say this year. And I'd say if you talk to anyone in our team at the moment, um, I think everyone, all the play, all the all the playing group is all on roughly a similar level. It's probably from games that we've had. I'd probably say our keeper, Chris, 
he's he's phenomenal. Like I've played with him at Albion Park before. He he's right up there with the best keepers in the league. Like he's absolutely phenomenal when you're playing in game. So if I had to pick a standout from probably not from training, but from games, it, it'd be him. And in, on a personal level, you've made the move. What are you looking to get out of this season personally? Um, more than anything, just regular regular first grade time. Like you you know you know me, and over the last few years, I've been in the squad for probably three quarters of the year at Albion Park. And then following year, new coach, new coach comes, brings their own players, has their own philosophy. And I, I get put on the back because I'm a young player with not really, I guess, a high reputation coming from the South Coast. But so more or less 90 minutes in first grade, week in, week out, and help any way I can to get this horrible side at least pushing back to the top five where they were a few years ago. Well, mate, great honesty from you. Appreciate your time coming on and uh, all the best for 2022. No worries, Jared. Thank you. Good luck. Thanks to Cody for his time there. Now, we'll go through. This is another squad that looks completely different mm. to what it looked like in 2021. I do believe there's only about two, if I was told correctly, there's only about two or three players from the squad last year left. The gains are as follows. I'm pretty sure we got all of them here. Mecca Chapoti from Inter Lions. Dylan Caden, who famously subbed on, subbed off Alessandro Del Piero for Sydney right. in his yeah. A-League debut. So mm-hmm. he's come down to the Rangers. Jai Mella, who we all know was a Winuna yep. and won the I league. Think he subbed on for Jai Mella or a Winuna once as well. <laughs> really? <laughs> What's two, more famous? Those two knows? things are comparable. Yeah, that is comparable. <laughs> Cody Waymire, as we said, Tom Cusack, Emmanuel Ponce, Mauro Leon, Vincenzo Melisari, who I believe is from Arpia 20s, mm-hmm. and Jack Scotcher from Albion Park. So they have had a tough start in the preseason. Cody did mention that results weren't too good to start. Is that a result of, do you think that's a result of basically bringing in a new team together, not gelling yet, or is it something else? I'm not sure, mate. They've had so much change since that grand final win. Was it 2019? 2019, like, yeah. A lot's changed for them in three years. They've had a couple of coaches in that time. They've had an absolutely new-look squad. So, oh, I don't know about Coromel. They're side. I think it was last year I said something similar. I don't know what to expect of them coming to last year. And I feel pretty much the same 12 months later. Your thoughts on Coromel, Mr. Arvella? I've got to say, they've got a bloody tough start to the season. Mm. Uh, What's their start? <laughs> Olympic... Alvin Park White Eagles in their first three, Korean at home in between that, in between those two. Um, like you said, a lot of a lot of changes. Um, they've lost some experienced players. Paul Guido's retired. Um, a really hard hard player in the middle of the field, whether it be at centre back or or at centre mid. Um, but they have brought in a lot of young guys. Plenty from um, the White Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good to see. It would be good to see if they're able to mm. take this opportunity and run yep. with it. Um, yep. I am not overly optimistic for for them this year, but I will say uh, one of those blazers that I, I really love watching is Cody Waymar. Yes, um, yeah, big it's an interesting move. Yep. Um, but this is a real chance for him to be the main man in a side. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Mm. If he's able to click along with uh, the likes of Mello or Dylan Caton and whatnot. I'll, I'll say as well, or... I've heard that Mecca Tripodi is quite a handy player in the middle of yep. the park as well. So and Jai Miller is going to be really interesting to see him this year. I have heard, and don't take my word for it, mm. but I have heard Jai Miller has been training around centre-back. So Ooh. it'll be interesting. But um, I do believe 
Their centre back. Um, the, the Scott Chipperfield medalist, if I'm not wrong, in 2019, Dean Pender, he's gone to the flame. Okay. And um, so, yeah, a bit of change there. But mm. um, if you said Scott Chipperfield was playing for Coromel, that would have been Yeah, that would have been quite insane. Shot, insane. Man, insane. Coaching another coaching, club. Coaching, <laughs> coaching Tara, playing for Coromel. Can you imagine that? that? That would be a story. Waymar was asked about who the, he thinks has been the standout. Mm. He stalled a bit, I felt. It tells me it could be a team, you know. Mm. I'm not saying they're the same team, but it's similar to Anuna in 2020 where there weren't too many standards, but collectively they worked well. Could be the case here. Couldn't, maybe not. Sharky spirit. Sharky spirit. <laughs> at the Rangers. From the other side of the, uh, Mel- Mel-O's the Northern over. Distributor. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting it's one. The I mean, Miller effect. I mean, if you asked us at the start of 2020, I don't think we were that excited about Winuna. Um, if Someone tipped them last. <laughs> I don't think we were too excited. So, you know, you never know. I mean, is it a story that no one's completely stood out or is it just everyone's been solid I mean well that's how I don't know Cody thought so training mm-hmm. everyone's been quite solid no one's yep. exactly been a standout but that is the Coromel Rangers mm-hmm. moving on to the next club now we've got the Tarawana Blueies mm-hmm. and to speak on behalf of the Blueies very well I might add as well is young young Nick Tomasella who's been at the club for a while now it's been a few years mm-hmm. uh, but he's Nick uh, there you go have a listen and a welcome to the IPL season preview to Nick Tomasello from the Tarawana Blues. Thanks very much for coming on, mate. Uh, potty debut, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Uh, glad to be here. Looking forward to it. Well, I'll get straight into it. So the Tarawana Boys 2022, how has your preseason been so far? Um, so we started a bit later than, than a few of the other teams, um, but we're getting there, definitely getting there. Um, Chip has come in, so that's you know, definitely a big change compared to what we're used to. Um, but now yeah, we went to Canberra last week, played well, and we're all getting the swing of things. You, sp- you spoke about chippers. Obviously, Peter Willis departed after a few years at the club. Ex Socceroo at the helm to replace him, though, isn't too bad. How has it been having chippers around the squad, and uh, how's he been going so far? Um, yeah, so far, so good. Again, it was a bit disrupted, just you know, COVID, which is understandable. Um, but I mean, like a lot of the boys I grew up watching, like the first games I remember are those 2006 World Cup games with Chippers as part of that Australia golden generation. So to have him now as your coach is pretty pretty crazy. And can you detail to us a couple of your new signings and how have they fit into the club? Um, so a few of the few younger boys have come through again. So maintaining that sort of young squad that Tara's always had the last couple of years. So uh, Harry Dennis, Harry Lloyd, two of the boys from Bulleye have uh, come through and looking good so far. Um, no, no big names as such, but um, yeah, sort of keeping that young, fit squad going. And which players out of your squad do you reckon is going to show on for Tara this year? Um, I think two of them are going to have a big season. Is uh, Kyle Kirkland and Ben Lemon, who you know both last year had some pretty big injuries and, and missed a lot of the season. So that you know Corey midfield was was disrupted, but I think this year they're both back and strong and ready to go. And for yourself personally, what are you looking to get out of this season? Uh, finals football. I think, you know, we've got a squad to do it, you know, with last year with COVID and a few injuries and that sort of stuff, it was a bit of a mishap year, but um, we're looking strong and you know, in the swing of things. And I think, you know, finals would definitely be, be the goal. Well, Nick, thanks a lot for your time, buddy. Appreciate you coming on and uh, all the best for the season, Ed. No problem. Thanks for having me. And thanks to Nick for his words there. Very well spoken, I might add. Mm. Some of the gains he mentioned included a lot, few younger boys promoted, as Tarawana always do, Harry Dennis and Harry Lloyd. He did say, though, starting preseason a little bit later, in a year where the comp starts at the end of February, 
Is that going to hurt them? That surprised me, the fact they've started preseason a little bit later. He didn't really touch on why, did he? Um, I'm assuming it's because of COVID isolation. Yeah, they could have hit their but they but did get a good result against Belconnen down in Canberra, if I'm pretty sure it was Belconnen. For a team that finished eighth to be starting preseason late is a bit concerning for me. Think so? Yeah. Yeah, under a new coach as well. I mean, yeah. Peter Willis has been there so long. He's been an institution there. I mean, Chipper's, yeah, I think he coming in is a good good signing, but it's a new coach, new direction. Yeah, I'm not sure about this one. It's a fresh face, but it's not because Chipper's Chip started at the Blueies years right. ago. So yep. I'm sure he's been around there or thereabouts. But Dylan, your take on the Blueies? Yeah, obviously, Scott Chipperfield is, is footballing royalty. And Tarawana in the Illawarra, one mm. of our best of our. Uh, Socceroos, um, but it's a really tough, tough gig to follow Peter Wills. I don't think he mm. probably got as much credit as he deserved for his time at Tarawana. He was able to get him really competitive, made the finals a few times. Um, but in saying that, it's probably a good opportunity for for Chippy Field because the expectations aren't really high. Yeah. Um, I watched them against Warrilla. It was five three to the Blueies. Um, I've got to say, a pretty dreadful game. Um, but they did have some trialers and players out and whatnot, including including uh, Nick, who wasn't starting. Um, yeah. But it was a really stodgy game, which didn't fill me with heaps of confidence. But there are still talented players there, but they have lost a couple, like uh, Tyson Black, yeah. Uh, yeah. we'll touch on a bit later. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. You just had a phone call. Just, just a phone call, call. Phone call. Go on. Also, yes, they, um, <laughs> they have missed guys like Tyson Black. Yeah. Also, a player. He wasn't there last the year. Beauty of podcasting. Yeah. Uh, Mitch Ferrara, mm. who I was speaking to a couple of weeks ago, uh, he's decided to uh, focus on work okay. now after yeah. a pretty uh, horrific injury a couple of years yeah. back. Yeah. I just want to say, like, that's that, that's tough, but that's that's. That's footy, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so best luck with him going forward. He's a great guy, yeah. a great player, and maybe one day he's back, gets back in, into it. But uh, we can't rule it out. It is a loss for Tarawana, mm. nonetheless, because he was a good young leader, good player. <laughs> yeah, not overly confident about the Blueies. Mm. We'll see what happens. They always tend to surprise us a bit. That's what I've in loved in recent years. They always they spring a surprise, or they they manage a draw against a side that's above them on the ladder. Um, Always been competitive, so hopefully they can keep that spirit up. Did you mention the signings? I did mention the signings, yes. Okay. He was mm. Nick was very optimistic about Ben Lemoth as yes. well, who can be quite a handy player as well. I did, so. uh, I did, did have a go against Rilla, but, but I did shock him out. There you go. <laughs> okay, next one is the 2020 League Champions. Currently the reigning, reigning champions. champions. The yeah, longest reigning champions. Last year. Had to be oh, the longest reigning champions in IPL history. Over 120 years to get there. And they're making the most of it. You better, you better off make the most of it. Absolutely. But we have the one, the only, Mr. Brendan Diego Maradona Patman on right here. Have a listen. And a welcome to the IPL season preview to Brendan Patman from the Winuna Sharks. Paddy, thanks very much for coming on, mate. How you doing? Hi, mate. Cheers. Winuna, so you boys, a bit, bit quiet in the off-season. Last year, up until the comp ending, you guys struggled a bit compared to your league championship win the season before. How are you guys trying to turn things around and how's things been looking around pre-season at the moment? Um, yeah, I think our pre-season's been all right. Still, like, need a few more games under the belt, I think. We've only really had the one trial game so far. But, um, 
I don't know. I think we just like needed a bit more communication and just around the club. And I think we're sorting that out this year. And I don't know. I'm, I'm positive about it. Should be good. And you guys have had a minor coaching change as well with your former assistant Ian Connolly now coming in to take the head coach role off Dan McGoldrick, although McGoldrick is still in there or thereabouts. How has Ian been so far with the squad? Yeah, he's been really good. He's been there for the past couple of years as well, so it really hasn't changed that much. Like, you no, know, Dan's still there. Yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty similar to other years. It's good. And you blokes have lost a couple of your core from the previous couple of years. Obviously, come to the head, Ty Broman Fuller, John Miller, Luke McCosker, Tomohiro Ishii, four of the most notable ones, Cam Besgrove as well. Can you detail to us a couple of your newer signings, how have they fit in so far? Um, yeah, yeah, so we did lose a, a few players and a few big characters, I guess. But, you know, we've, we've brought in some players, brought in uh, Aidan Breslin, we brought in Shin, both from Cringilla. Um, Huss from MacArthur, like we still we still bought in some quality, and we just now just need uh, everyone else to step up as well, and you know bring that sort of be a character, which is what we've lost, I reckon. So, yeah. and out of the preseason training and stuff like that, who in your squads impressed you the most, and who are you tipping to have a good big twenty twenty two in your squad? Um, I think just always, I think maybe like Luke Tui, just so consistent. But yeah, I think I think he's in for another big one. And for your, fair to say, you've you've built a cult following over the last two years, Mr. Patman. Uh, I won't mention the uh, the personality in in particular that's that's uh, contributed to that a fair bit. But have you have you got a message for all your fans out there? Oh, I, I just I think my uh, I think it's been built for me, but I, I just like it. Just keep it going. That's all. <laughs> Short and sweet, mate. Appreciate you coming on, and all the best of the year ahead. All right, no worries. Thanks for having me. Cheers. And a big thanks to the Pat Man right there. A little little mention to his legions of followers, his cult following devised by a certain uh, social media personality. Is that your phone again? Just too popular today. Just too popular. <laughs> Their gains include Aidan Breslin from Kringilla. Uh Shin from Kringilla, he did say. Is that Shin Tanaka? Mm-hmm. Shin Tanaka? He'll tell him the story, mate. <laughs> We'll run with it. We'll run with it. Junior Tanaka, who originally was meant to come to Winuna in 2020. However, when once COVID hit, he went back to Japan. And you can say out this uh, last name because it's it's Hus Dareb. Is it right? I just think it's Hassan Dareb, yes. Hassan Dareb. <laughs> we'll go with that. Anyway, Paddy referred to him as Hus. So uh, Hus from MacArthur Reans, I believe he said. Mm. So. Mr. Cricket. Mr. Cricket, <laughs> lack of sign him up local crew clubs. Uh, the, the biggest thing I took out of this—that's a Michael Hussey reference. It's a Michael Hussey, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. should know that by now. Yeah. But the biggest thing I took out of that chat with Brendan Patman was the lack of trial games they've had mm-hmm. two weeks out from the comp starting, and the trial game they had was was muddled around a little bit as well. Yep. It was what around? It was muddled around muddled. a bit. Oh, muddled good. around a bit. Now. At the time of recording, they've only had one game at this point. You guys are palookas. Yeah. How that's much? Why you, that's why he pays the big bucks. Apparently. <laughs> or no bucks. How yep. much? You don't even get a shirt. <laughs> hey, I barely got a shirt myself. Thank you very much. Uh, supplied by every season, my season. Thanks oh. for the up. Uh, how much is the lack of trial games? Two weeks out, how much is that going to hurt? Bearing in mind as well, there's a bit of rain forecast this weekend, although at the time of recording, we could be right. could be absolutely wrong. How much do you reckon, even two weeks out, one trial game, how much is that going to hurt? I, it worries me. 
yeah, the lack of lack of trials. We'll, we'll talk about their squad turnover in a minute. Um, yeah, look, lack of game time, lack of chance for a young guy to put the hand up. That's a bit concerning for me. Now, Dill, you you wrote put it this way. You wrote a book about these guys, okay? Yep. And the next five six names I'm going to say in particular were quite key to the squad that you wrote a book on. Ty Bromman Fuller, gone to Camden. Jai Miller, gone to Coromel. Luke McCoskey, I'm pretty sure, is playing more locally up in Sutherland. Yeah. Tomohiro Ishii to Crosstown Rivals, Bly. And Cam Besgrove, I'm pretty sure, isn't playing. That was their main core from their 2020 wing squad, gone like that. How much is that going to hurt them? Big, 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 big question marks. Um, yeah. Ian Connolly is now the head coach there as well. Dan's still involved, Dan McGoldrick. Yeah. But from what from what Paddy told me off air, it's very similar to how it's working. Anyway, so it's okay. not too yeah. much of a change. So that's good. Yeah. So they're okay. Well, they're both still involved, but it'll be interesting to see if there's any changes with how they try to play. But uh, that issue one, that's got to hurt. Uh, yeah. For one of their best players to go to their their biggest rivals. Tyler Bromer Fuller, such a such a competitor in the middle yeah. of the field, as well as a, one of the best captains in the IPL. For him to leave back to his hometown club is tough. Yes, I've heard about uh, Michael Hussey. He's <laughs> apparently a pretty solid player. Yeah, yeah. in midfield. Um, Michael Hussey. Have <laughs> yeah. we just given the poor bloke it? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know about Wanuna. Look, who knows. I don't know. But you, I'm looking you, forward. You, you, went, you went out on a limb a couple looking, of years ago and picked the last. I'm looking forward <laughs> to seeing players like Tara Regan Williams, Luke Dewey, yeah. Max Ashton, players that were uh, rookies in that year. They got uh, another yeah, half a season under their belt. Are they Where, do they, go? Where do they go from mm, here? Yeah. Um, plenty of potential still, and I hope they, I hope they, as individuals, are really able to uh, kick on from here. Um, I'm assuming you answered that with uh, your last statement who out of that group that I just said is their biggest loss do you reckon it's Ishii for me it's Ishii his excitement machine he added speed to a side that wasn't known for being an excitement machine even the year they won the title they weren't exactly known as they were more as a stodgy defensive kind of side so yeah that's that's a big loss for mine but then also Tyler Tyler's a huge loss so much leadership on on young shoulder like Leadership head, young shoulders. <laughs> old Very head, nice. young shoulders. Yeah. Old head, young shoulders. Old head, young shoulders. Yeah, we got like, it down. And you know, like he, he's mature for his age. Always spoke so Leadership well. Head. Leadership, yeah. head. Leadership head. Leadership <laughs> head. Very, un- very underrated loss as well. Cam Bezgrove. He was the quiet achiever yeah, of that group, absolutely. and he was huge in that defence in twenty twenty. Loved him as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he was around for a long time. Yep. Yeah, he was always around for a long time. John Miller is a, is a guy you want. Around the squad as he's well. A leadership he's figure a leadership in there as well. Versatile. Yeah. Uh, lay a number of positions. Maybe centre back this year. Mm. Um, a consistent performer. McCosker, a talented attacking player. Like they're, they're big players. They've been big players for Nuno for a long time. So, uh, look, good luck to Mr. Cricket. Yep. <laughs> Mr. Cricket. That's but the they've surprised us, surprised us before. Can they do it yeah, again? Yeah. Yeah. You, you never want to rule out anyone I'll after be too that. Too busy to write the second book. Too busy summer. to write the same. Can't have a win in the league again. <laughs> can't have a win in the league. We can't do it again. Not even with Mr. Cricket at the Cricket. at the helm. At so. the cruise. At the, at cruise. the cruise. There we go. <laughs> well, that is the first half of the league done. We're going to in the second half now, which uh, yeah, it gets a bit more. What's the word? Saucy. Saucy. Mm. Spicy. Number six. 
last year at the at the uh, end of the comp when it stopped was Port Kembla, and um, this bloke mm. always finds a way to get on this potty somehow. He's uh, he, we called Hus Mister Cricket. Well, yeah. this is Mister Football Holic right here, mm-hmm. Jordan Nikolovsky. I won't say anymore. Have a listen. And a warm welcome back to the podcast to Jordan Nikolovsky, Paul Campbell's representative for the season preview. Once again, mate, thanks very much for coming on. Can't get rid of you anymore. How are you doing? I'm good, Jared. Thanks uh, Thanks for having me on. I know new season coming up. Um, same familiar face. Um, getting used to it, mate. I'm, I think I'm enjoying it a bit too much. Um, <laughs> each, time, each time I get the opportunity, I'll, I'll jump at it. So I've been good, mate. What about yourself? Very good, mate. You know... Football starting up again, getting the potty going. That's what we're all about here. But for Paul Kembler, you guys uh, took the uh, prestigious Peter Loss Cup over the weekend, getting a win in your preseason trial over University of New South Wales. How did you rate the squad's preseason so far? Look at the so far. Look, it started off pretty pretty scattered, and we weren't quite sure what was going on. Some dates were we're not sure about the season. Like the club was good with it, but um, it's just about the overall season. I know we've. It's been pushed early as well. Um, the preseason has been good so far. Uh, a good mix of everything, really. I thought we'd be doing like heaps and heaps of running, but um, it's been a good mix. Uh, a bit of ball work now has started a little bit more, and that was our first game over the weekend, taking out the Prando Cup. Um, and I was pretty happy with the hit out. Uh, it was a good little fitness exercise that we had there. Um, and yeah, we they were pretty impressive all round, I think, for the first game. So pretty good so far. And you boys have kept the majority of your squad last year together, kept that stability, which is really good. But you do have a couple of new signings. Can you tell us a bit about them, how they fit in? Yeah, so we've lost uh, only a couple. Um, Vaughn Patterson being being our main one lost. He, he was a big loss for us. Um, but a few of the new boys that have come in, uh, I feel like we've lost a little bit of experience, uh, but we've definitely gained a lot, a lot of energy. Um, and it's good. You just see him zipping around training. Um, someone like Rocky Laval, uh, who's got that little bit more aggression in there in him. And he's only a small fella, but uh, he's a little bulldog. He he runs around. He jumps jumps into challenges. He can he can ping a ball. Um, so he's been one of probably one of the standout ones coming through. Uh, at the moment, we got Luke Jen. Uh, Luke Jen are playing in goals. Uh, Bryce has had a little bit of a niggle. Um, and he's been pretty good. He's come from the Wolves as well, and I think he might have been at Olympic last year. Um, but, yeah, even a few of the boys from the 20s last year pushing up. Uh, we had one of the young fellas, Luca Papalia, start at the back for us uh, over the weekend, and he was pretty impressive. Um, so you could see it definitely feels, even when I was out there, uh, it was definitely a more mobile kind of game uh, just because our energy levels were so high. Uh, which is which is different. It's going to take some getting used to. Last year we we were running on tired legs, I think. So um, yeah, it's good. So th- those are the main kind of younger players that have stepped up, uh, and the energy is definitely there. Well, mate, when you're getting rid of dead Woodlock, Vaughn Patterson, you uh, <laughs> you're about to get a bit of energy. Uh, shout out to Vaughn. Up at the Berg now. So um, but for yourself on a personal level, you've had a you had a brilliant 2021 or what there was of it last year. How are you looking to replicate it for 2022? Um, yeah, look, th- thanks, first of all. I, I was working hard last year. A um, little bit of a different position that I was playing, and I felt like I was pretty comfortable there towards the end. Um, and slowly, slowly over the break, I've 
put my shooting boots on a little bit. So look, I think most of the time it's it's just that hunger, like like I would have said previously. Um, you have to have that kind of mentality where if you're going to play up top, you kind of have to be in that mentality. You're going to either score or you're going to assist, like pretty much all the time uh, when you get the ball, you need to be always looking towards goal, attacking. Um, I'm going to say I'd probably work on my chance creation a little bit too uh, and a little bit of hold-up play as well to um, to release one of the quicker boys, someone like Daniel Corella. And in your squad as a whole, new signings, boys back from last year, who's impressed you the most over the last month or two? Ooh, there's been a couple. Uh, like I said, some of the younger boys have been have been pretty good through there. Um, again, Rocky's been been pretty good at training. Um, Jada Nico's been been good at training. Look, he's fit all year round. He just always impresses me, and he, he can kind of do a little bit of everything. So he's he's been pretty good. Um, Mitch Di Pietro uh, just has an engine on him. Like I don't know if he even had a break uh, over uh, after the season. Um, because he played on the weekend and was just, he was an animal when he was running. Um, and yeah, pretty much. I don't think he had any hamstrings left after the game. Uh, he's going to have to go pick him up next week. Um, he's been just, his work rate uh, has probably impressed me the most there. Uh, and again, comes back to that energy level. Might be the other people that he's playing with too. Um, yeah, I'd probably have to say Mitch, you know. Well, we'll leave it at that, mate. Keep it short and sweet. But uh, once again, thanks you for your time on the potty. And, uh, yep, I'm sure to look forward to watching you guys out on the pitch again this season. Thanks, Jared. Thanks for having me. And once again, thanks to Mr. Nikolovsky for coming on once again. Their gains include Luke Genuar, who is has been filling in for Bryce Daniel over the last month or so, I'm pretty sure Jordan just touched on. And uh, one that he was very optimistic of was Rocky Lavelle, who is the younger brother. I'm pretty sure the younger brother of Joey. Mm-hmm. Um, he comes There's from a good chance of that is the case. Very good chance. <laughs> they look very alike. Um, but he comes over from one of the Wolves youth grades as well. The key thing I took out of that that, um, that chat with Jordan is they gained a lot of young legs, a lot of energy, particularly yep. in the middle of the park. Yeah, that's key. Yeah, well, when Jordan Nikolovsky talks about energy, when he's Mr. Energy himself, then uh, there must be something in that. Very, very youthful squad, Dylan. And uh, although lacking, a, you could say they're lacking a little bit of experience, Jordan did say, but yeah, Jordan Nikolovsky's been playing, he's been getting runs playing first grade since he was 17. He's 22 now. Yeah. Um, and there's all other blokes. Jaden Nikolovsky's been playing first grade. He's had first grade for a couple of years now. Guys like that, while they are still so young, they still got a lot of first grade experience. So have they? They have lost experience, but they kind of have it at the same time. If you get what I mean. Vaughn Patterson's big loss. That's a yeah, big, the journeyman. That's the big one. The journeyman's I mean, gone. Aaron, just add, add another tally <laughs> to the. Uh, <laughs> it is his first history. That's true. Yeah. So uh, he's, he's completed the IPL stage of this. So How many clubs you got left to throw, go to? Through all next year. And the Berkeley. And then when Jerringong get promoted, he's going to go down there. You do you imagine uh, Vaughn Patterson uh, at Jerringong? I would love to see that. Jerry Emery Reserve get it done. Uh, Brad Baldwin down there would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, Big loss. Like he's gone yep. down to district, but he's still he'd still be one of the best players in the Premier League. So yep. midfield match time, that's a loss. Uh, I actually ran into Jordan Nikoloski at JBI Highway in Wollongong. There you go. Uh, I ran into him. Ago. I ran into so. him in Canberra last weekend. <laughs> I won't say where or how, but yeah, <laughs> go he, on. <laughs> his, his eyes lit up when he saw my shiny head. Um, <laughs> but look, 
there's a lot of pressure on him in attack. He's their best attacking player. Yeah. Uh, probably their best player, to be fair. Um, so a lot's on his... A lot of pressure is on his shoulders, going back to shoulders. Yes, um, <laughs> leadership of shoulders. See <laughs> uh, if kicks on from his goal-scoring form that he had last year, whether mm. he's going to be a goal-scorer or yeah. be more of a provider of what sort of player where he's going to be deployed for Port this year. Um, but uh, I think that Stuart Beattie's just going to be looked to make it really really tight at the back and, yeah. and try and hit on the counter with the likes of Nikoloski leading the yeah, charge. Yeah. I um, think Peter Penelos is going to be key to that back line this mm, year. Yeah. Um, but if Nico fires, if the defence is able to uh, stay firm, there are outside chances for making the I think I week. think there are a chance. There, there are a chance. And yep. you did mention that there is a bit of pressure on Nikoloski's shoulders. Shoulders. Shorts. 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, bit of pressure in yeah, there. Yeah, bit of pressure. So clear. Okay. But every time I speak to the bloke about footy or everything, ever since Stuart Beattie came to him last year and, and before a game and he came and to him and he said, you do your thing. And I yep. think ever since then, pressure's just been lifted off his shoulders. The bloke doesn't feel any pressure yep. um, under Beattie from what I've seen, especially when I... Well, that's the vibe I get when I talk to him. Stuart, he seems like a, like he's been around for ages, and it seems like a coach. He just a, a relies on attacking talent to try and do a job in the front third, mm. and then he's able to set up really well defensively. And that's been he's been a very successful coach over the years. And uh, yeah, Nico is obviously a key part of that. And um, I was a bit concerned when he left Walls to go back into the IPL Paul Kembler who obviously struggled the year before I was like oh he, he did go to Albion Park the year before oh, he yeah, had a true, bit of a bit of a it wasn't his best year he himself yeah. would say that but um, once he came to Port and once that pressure got lifted I was off surprised of how he went last year yep. that's, that's yeah. my opinion Pleasant, I pleasantly broke, surprised when pleasantly he broke through surprised. it for Uri, I was like geez, this guy's gonna you know really really uh, and he was only 17 at the time back then wonders. too and then it sort of plateaued but Paul Campbell's been a great move and now he's Ah, uh, yeah, one of the most uh, electric players in the league. Very much so. Uh, is he the most crucial player for these guys, do you reckon, Josh? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I just... Yeah, if he could fire, they're definitely top five chance for mine. Um, yeah, pretty much covered it. Is the loss of experience going to hurt or will the younger legs, like they said, in the more areas of the pitch help? Which one? You could argue both ways. <laughs> That's mm. the thing. I think Dill really touched on it well. We we take the the Mickey out of, of Vaughn a bit on this show, but well, he's we, such we, a good, we do it with love though. We do, and he's such a good player, and he's he's cru- it was crucial to that side last year. So he is a big loss, but you know, youth and excitement is a good thing too. I'm good, interested to see how Rocky goes. Uh, Rocky, Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa. Uh. So we've got <laughs> Mr. Cricket Reference. We've got Rocky Balboa. Oh right. boy, we've got a big. That's a great series. That's a. Great it is a fantastic series. movie series right, as well to be, uh, to be named after that. Yeah, I don't know if it's named after that, but you got the name. So um, yeah, geez, we're in for a big year here. <laughs> we're in for a massive year here. What a start. Um, something that's flown under the radar a bit, Josh. Mm. Okay. Notice who's been reunited at the Berg this year. Oh no! Oh no! The two boys are back. Slush and Vaughn. Slush and Vaughn. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. Next club is Bulleye FC. <laughs> From Bulleye FC, we have Alex Rook, new signing. Check him out. And a welcome to the IPL season preview to Alex Rook from Bulleye FC. New signing for Bulleye. Thanks very much for coming on, mate. How you doing? Good. 
It's good to be here. And pre-season for the Bulleye boys, how would you rate your squad's pre-season so far? Yeah, it's been it's been quality. Um, a whole bunch of new faces. Um, same core in there as well. And yeah, it's been tough so far. Julio's got us working good, so it'll be a good year, hopefully. Yeah, you spoke. Yeah, the core there, um, obviously including the likes of you know Ben McDonald and Sam Davies. How have those boys been? You know, it is quite a young squad now. How have those? But how have those boys been? You know, nurturing the new boys and and with the new signings coming in, how have they been? Um, oh, top quality, honestly. They're such legends, like so welcoming. Um, and I think everyone's on the same page. Everyone wants to do well. Nobody's there to. Nobody's settled in a in a starting squad as well. So it's um there's a good mix of like good quality mates, but then everyone's always working hard because there's a lot of spots to play for. There has been a lot of changes at Bloor this year, a younger squad, several new faces and a few promotions from the lower grades as well. How are you expecting your boys to go this year? Obviously you've had a couple of trial games on your belt. Um we've had the one so far actually, um, just against the Albion Park. Um, we haven't been reading into it too much. Um, it's something I'm sure the top five is the main goal, and um, I'm sure we can get that. Um, but, I mean, from there, I mean, why not do anything else? Like, the top five is a bit open like that in this league. Anybody can really get a good run in the finals and have a good crack at it. And I'll ask you about uh, probably the most notable signing, no disrespect to any of your signings, but the most notable signing of the lot this year was Tomohiro Ishii coming from your crosstown rivals, Winuna. Obviously, he won, he won the league with him in 2020. How has he been over the course of pre-season? Yeah, he's, he's a machine, eh? He <laughs> runs all day. Um, I used to think that I was pretty, pretty fit myself, but seeing him come into it, it's just another level of fitness for him. And... Um, He's a top bloke. He gets around it well. And yeah, good quality. <laughs> well, mate, great insight to the Bulleye boys. Appreciate you coming on and uh, all the best for 2022. Thanks, Sarah. Cheers, mate. And thanks to Alex for his time there. A bit raw when it comes to media training, I think. Yeah. But no, he, he spoke very well. We all, we all, all got to start all, somewhere, mate. We all got to start somewhere. But no, no, great insight into Bulleye. Thanks, Alex, for coming on. The gains are as follows. New players, it is. They've had a few promotions from the lower grades, but gains Lewis Grimshaw, Jarvis Patterson, Lachlan Beryl, Saya Miyamoto, goalkeeper from Balambi last year, who had a good year. Josh Brooks, Alex Rook, as we just touched on, and probably the most notable one is Tomohiro Ishii from Wanuna. Big signing for them. Huge. Dill, do you want to touch on that one first? Mm hmm. <laughs> Great player. And it's interesting to see they've got a. That, that, that just caught me off guard so <laughs> you much. You did. I've never a, heard that. A Japanese goalkeeper and a Japanese defender. They had a Japanese goalkeeper and a Japanese defender yeah. that worked out for him a few years back. Oh, yeah, it worked out pretty uh, good. But yeah. uh, I'm not sure they're going to be as successful as that. But Ishii's a, Ishii's a fantastic signing. Um, uh, a young rook. Not as young as when I, when I first met him, but he's a great, great player. <laughs> uh, um, he went back to play club soccer up in Sydney, I'm pretty sure after leaving Olympic a few years ago. Um, I do I do believe he was part of that uni side that made the final of the mm. University's yep, World yep. Cup as well. And yep. he was 
pretty sure he's a regular in that squad as well, which is, was filled with Wolves players. Yeah. So he's a, not he's too a bad high, at all. He's a high-energy player, so a bit of a pocket dynamo. It'd be interesting to see where he plays for Bulleye as well, but you, you need to look at the list of outs. The outs yeah, is pretty, huge. pretty concerning. Uh, guy Knight headlines that. Yep. Their skipper. And um, Nick Littler has gone back to the Wolves. He was wearing the armband. This is Guy Knight against yep. uh, William United the other day. Luke Van Zyles up at the Berg. Back at the Berg. Yep. Uh, Dylan Lewis isn't playing this year. Your yep. uh, mate. He's not playing this Dobby's, year. Dobby, he's not playing at all, is he? Right, I was very yeah. confident he wasn't playing. Now you've raised your eyebrows. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, no, no. I knew he wasn't there. Um, I just didn't know where he, look, where, where he went. Yeah, so. There's some good players coming in, some interesting players coming in, but that list mm. of outs, whoa, that is... It's uh, a lot of experience. Is. That is going to be tough. Uh, I know Braden Clutus, a young goalkeeper, has actually played a few of their trials. Yes, yep. Uh, so I'm not sure whether he's going to be given the opportunity to prove himself as a first grader. He's been around there and been one of the better goalkeepers in the lower grades for yeah. some time. But having a visa player take up your goalkeeper position, uh, taking a goalkeeper, having a visa goalkeeper taking up a visa position, a visa slot, uh, you'd probably think that he would be the number one Miyamoto, but that'll mm. be interesting to watch because obviously Ben McGuinness has left mm. uh, the club as well. Um, but for me, uh, I'm, I'm not too sure how they're going to get enough energy and opportunities to Ben McDonald up front, one of the great goal scorers of the IPL. Yep. But yeah. uh, I don't think energy is going to be the problem. It's just that bit of quality to get him getting yeah. the ball in the right places. Yeah. For that first grade gelling experience. How's mm. that going to work? There's a lot of young faces in there. If they can get the ball to him enough times in that in yard box. They'll be they'll be scoring some goals, yeah. but I'm just not. Mind you, they've still got McDonald. Sure. They've still got Davies there. Yeah. That is part of your spine, so that's yeah. a good start. And Ish is going to help in that aspect as well. So they concern me, but I mean, last year I thought their side was pretty stacked for most of the season, and it just did not click. Mm. I mean, we didn't mm. hear too many rumblings about problems within the club, which is a good thing. Yeah, but just have a it just did not click. You asked their players that last year, it just did not click for them for whatever reason, and. Um, and they had that loss to Balambi just before yeah. the end, yeah. before the break. The that was broke huge. Up and everyone was like, oh, well. What's I think they were, they were they were fifth, but I think might maybe level with six or something yeah, like that. Yeah, there was some teams, obviously, the last round, I'm pretty sure yeah. only three games went ahead. But they weren't close to the top couple. No, no, it's, it's the top Which is what three the or four started, yeah, breaking, bro- bro- started breaking away a bit. I guess on the flip side, we've got coaching stability. I believe Julio is still in, in the, the hot seat, so at least yeah. there's, there's not that aspect. There's there's continuity in that respect. And as you mentioned, Davies, yeah. McDonald, there's some good players there still. Although, on another way, we could see it on a different way where there has been several in-club promotions yeah. from reserve grade to first grade for youngsters. It is a young squad. This could be a year. Not saying they're not going to be competitive. They'll probably definitely be competitive. Is this going to be a year where the club maybe, rather than looking at just this season, looks at mm. a couple of years down the track as well with a young, fresh squad, build them up to be a competitive first grade side in the years to come as well? We've said it with a number, a number of sides already that just just because there's not uh, well-known names. In there doesn't mean it isn't going to be interesting. It's good seeing young players get their opportunity, and there's a lot of a lot of examples for our history yep. that they can stand up and and really shock people. And uh, for the league, as many youngsters that step up and do that, the better, because mm-hmm. uh, it keeps the older guys on their toes, mm-hmm. toes as well. So, uh, but for them to be a side that's going to uh, 
who are playing finals football, they are going to need some some of those uh, second grade players and former youth grade players to step up and, mm-hmm. and perform. Club continuity is one thing that Bulloy hasn't lacked over the over the years mm. as well. But the next club now is probably one of the most interesting clubs in in my eyes. Who finished fourth last year after when the season was cut short? Albion Park White Eagles, who have made some a few interesting signings as well, which we'll get into. But firstly, we're going to chat to Jacob Martin, who um, suspiciously looks like that Cameron Morgan acceptance <laughs> acceptance speech from the Potties Awards last year. If you don't get the joke, don't worry. But we'll this go is, back. Go back, go back and watch um, the Cameron Morgan Attacker of the Year acceptance mm. speech. So, mm. but this is Jacob Martin. Have a listen, and uh, welcome to the IPL season preview to Jacob Martin from Allian Park White Eagles. I must say, after the award acceptance speech last year, I thought it was Cameron Morgan answering the phone for a minute there. But uh, Marty, how you going, mate? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Yourself? Yeah, going good, mate. Going good. So, um, so Allian Park had a couple of trial games now, I believe it's about three, couple of good results here and there. How are your boys looking so far and how's preseason been? Um, yeah, Checkers has actually hammered us a fair bit. Um, it's helped us a lot in the fitness part of it. Um, but that's what the trial games are for, still getting there. Um, we had a good good turnout against Bly, 4-2. Uh, two, we conceded two uh, quick goals, two in two minutes. <laughs> And um, then we just came back at the end, one four two, and then Conno three all draw. That was that was a hard one, especially day after Australia Day. <laughs> <laughs> Tough to back up. Um, and I didn't play on the weekend, so well, I still haven't been in training, so I'm not 100 percent sure. So you've got a couple of um, couple of new signings on board. One that comes, two that come to mind is uh, Ethan Gambisios and uh, Mitch Cross. Mitch Cross, I'm interested in in particular because he's going to be a strike partner. Well, it looks like he's going to be a strike partner to Cameron Morgan, your mate Morgo. They've only had a chance to play once with each other, with Morgo being in isolation, obviously, the last week. But how do those two look in that game against Bulleye? Um, To be honest, they're almost the same player. <laughs> they play very, they play very similar, similar game, um, which does help because Morgo last year... Um, doing that role on his own, uh, it's too much work for one player. Um, but now Czechs has brought him in, two of the same player. It's halved, halved the work rate he has to do. So it's going to help a lot. They think they scored two each or one got two and one got one, something like that. But from the one, the one game that they did play together, um, not, not too bad, actually. Yeah, worked out well. You brought up Checkers a minute ago as well. His first full preseason with the squad, obviously, he came in uh, about halfway to halfway through the year last year. How much of a difference do you think he'll make to your playing style and everything this year, the club in general? Um, a lot. So last year, what he tried to implement by the time the season got canned, it wasn't wasn't enough time to fully the whole squad to understand his like his way he wants it and like all that type of stuff this year. Now we've had pre-season and all this stuff, everyone's idea, like it's all starting to come together really good. So let's just hope when we start the season off, it all, it all clicks. <laughs> Not long to go now. And uh, finally, last one out of all the squad uh, retained players and new players, who's impressed you the most so far? I'm going to say uh, Adrian, the new young boy. He, um, in a little number ten role, he 
like during preseason, not going to go dig it in, but he was, you know, he was a bit, um, he was a bit struggling on that type of side. But since he's like, got the ball at his feet and in training now, it's, he's come full steam in. He's like, he's one of the better players that I've seen around for sure. Well, good insight to the White Eagles, Marta. Appreciate you coming on, mate, and uh, all the best for 2022. Uh, no worries, mate. Thanks for having me. And thanks to Marto for his words there. Good insight to the club. I'll run through some of the games here right now. Ethan Cambisios from Wollongong Wolves. Mitch Cross from Bankstown, who is probably the one to watch for me. Casey Corsar from The Flame. Kohei Suzaki back to the club as well. And Adrian Vigiani, who was a former Western Sydney Wanderers mm. youth player, who Marto spoke very highly of there. He did say, though, that Checkley, he's made his imprint. Hadn't done in pre-season, but apparently it's paying off. Seems to be... Seems that uh, Alvin Checkley, the former Socceroo, former Sydney FC fullback, seems to have made his mark on the squad already. One thing that I really like about Alvin is he's one of those really upfront, honest guys. And when he came and took over as, as coach last year, he straight up said to me, these guys aren't at the level of fitness I want them to be. Obviously, they've worked hard the last 12 months and um, they must be getting towards what he wants. So a couple of interesting signings there. I know he was really excited about Vigiani as well mm-hmm. with that... Um, Youth experience for the Western Warriors. Uh, Western Warriors. <laughs> Warriors. <laughs> Western Warrior Sydney Warrior Wanderers. Jeez. And um, Mitch Cross, who I believe uh, you have some interesting stats on young Mitch. Well, we'll get into that in a minute, but do I want to get your thoughts on this squad first? Yeah. Uh, for Checkley to have a full preseason, it's, uh, the pressure is going to be on a bit more compared to last season. Um, just bring it a bit closer. It's for the audio oh. quality. That's all. <laughs> uh, but uh, they're, they're, they've got some really, really good players in there. Uh, I don't know if you want if uh, you want me to steal your thunder regarding uh, Mitch Cross. I'll go through it because you, you, I'm pretty sure you've seen Mitch Cross a couple of times as well over our time when when I was playing at the Flame. You were covering the Flame games. Mitch Cross mm. was. In that first year, playing for Bankstown United, who got promoted that year as well, and Mitch Cross was massive for them. Mm-hmm. I'll run through some of these stats that Cross has. And mind you, State League, or now NPL 4 and NPL 3, while they are the lower leagues, yeah. they're tough. Yep. They're tough to score him. 2018 State League, Mitch Cross got the golden boot. Games 23, goals 25. 2019 NPL 3, games 26, goals 21. The next two seasons cut in half. 2020 MPL 3 games, 8 goals, 6. 2021 games, 15 goals, 8. So that is 60 goals in 72 games. Not bad. Not bad. These are tough leagues to score in as well. How and many goals did you score in, in, in the uh, state league? How many goals did I score? One. <laughs> no, you didn't. One. You're in youth grade, baby. Under yeah. 20s. Yeah, under 20s. Right. Yeah. That was it. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, they are tough leagues to score in, Dill. And I didn't score. I haven't scored any. Yeah, so. I know. And uh, as Marto said, Morgan and Cross, mm. in his words, they're like two Cameron Morgans, which isn't too bad considering his goal to game ratio last year as well. It's pretty handy. I mean, let's be honest, Albion Park aren't shy on a goal as it is. They're, they're quite an attacking side, so... Um, yeah, look, any pressure off Morgan would be great. He's been a key for them for a long, long time now. Mm. And I think Cross, if he plays a similar role, that, that that's great. Are they too similar? That's the only other argument. 
Although judging from the score sheet, I haven't been able to chance to get to some of their games in preseason. But they've picked up some handy wins over MPL one opposition as yep. well. Cross and Morgan have been regular names on the score sheet, mind you. Morgan missed the week as well, two games because he was in isolation. Mm. So, you know, and uh, from what Mardo said when when we recorded it, um, uh, Morgan was still in isolation. So you only see him against Bulleye with Cross. That was the only chance they had, but they looked pretty good. So he said they'll lock two Morgos. So. And if it works well for them, well, you know, two more goes is always better than one. <laughs> as far as you want to say. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. We'll leave it at that. But another player who Martin was impressed with as well, uh, young Adrian Vigiani, who's a former Western Sydney Wanderers youth player. He could be a handy pickup for Albie Parkey. Didn't you write an article a while ago about uh, Ed Vigiani yeah. coming on as well? Yep. Uh, I spoke to Checkley about yep. it. I believe he was a youth um, Australian representative too, yep. off the top of the of the, the dome. So, what about the other end of the field? How are we looking defensively? Um, do you believe? Well, not us. I mean, Albion Park. How do you boys see? Would be terrible. We uh, <laughs> if we're in defence, no, don't right. chuck us in. But I mean, no luck. No luck. what do you guys think? How do they look at the other end of the field? Well, Cole Senior is. Um, just announced only yesterday that he's uh, moving to yep. Canberra, so he won't be there. But they do have Bowden Orford, Kohei Sasaki, and um, Blake McGinn, I'm pretty sure, is back. Is Chris Nathaniel back for another round as well? So, look, mm. some handy names there. Some and, handy and, names there. And how do you guys see Cambiosis coming in? Obviously, he comes in with some Wolves experience. What do you think he can add to the side? Well, Cambisios is definitely well, going to be strong. I just I know someone's gonna someone's gonna comment and correct it, right. so I, was, I had to do it. But I, I just have to write it. I don't have to say it. Yeah, Normally. I know, I know. <laughs> Normally, <laughs> normally, it's been a while. It's yeah, been a while. Rusty. But yeah, Cambysios will be strong. Yeah, Cambysios will be key for them. Rusty, like you What? What? That's his nickname. Rusty. I've never heard that. Rusty. Come He's on. Like nickname. Okay, no, move, no, well, right. before we start, go from Leighton Hewitt, Malcolm Hussey, and Rocky Balboa. Cambisios, Sam Munro and Brennan Ford is a pretty bloody good midfield. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Uh, I'll go out. That's probably the best midfield in the comp. So. You reckon? Okay, fair enough. Definitely one of the most experienced midfields in the comp. 100%. 100%. But uh, for Cross as well, he scored three goals in preseason, so that answers mm. your question earlier as well. I'm going to throw it out here. Could Cross be a smoky for Golden Boot? Yep. Mind you, he does have to share the goals or does he with Morgo? He'll be right up there, I reckon. I'm coming out and saying it. I think he's a good chance. Dill? Uh, I haven't seen Albion Park yet, uh, to be fair. Um, I need, I'm not too sure how they're going to sort of play. I reckon he'll score goals, but whether he's the, he's the guy that's going to be the, lo- the last man or is he's going to be behind Morgo or is Morgo going to go wide. Um, but one of them will be close to the top. Either way, I'm pretty sure they're going to be scoring plenty of goals this side. But as a whole, how do we see them faring this year? Yeah, good. I, I see them. They've been that three to five bracket in recent seasons. Uh, I see them right up there again. It's going to be... The top four in particular is going to be a very interesting battle. But, Dill, I'm pretty sure you picked them... Uh, and you put in your season preview, you picked them f- to finish first last year. And they were coming home pretty strong. Mm. I did. I did. Mm. Um, and they'll be close this year. Well, there we go. We'll leave that for the season, your season tips later. The, the card's there. The card's right there. How good Next is the resolution on this camera? <laughs> <laughs> it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Uh, but moving on now as well, we have 
probably one of the, one of the sides who was, you can always guarantee they're always up there. Wollongong United. And uh, for his podcast debut, we've got Ready Vest Joe as well. So check him out. And a welcome to the IPL season preview to Wollongong United defender Renny Vessio, mate. First time on the potty. Thanks for coming on, bud. No, glad to be here. Um, no, thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. Preseason for the United boys. How would you rate your preseason so far? Um, we started off well against um, St. George. We had a bit of a rocky game against or Rockdale. Excuse the pun, but um, now we uh, we got back well against our teams, and so um, we're looking good. We're, um, our fitness is picking up too, so um, yeah, no, we're shaping up well for round one. Yeah, speaking of shaping your squad, obviously, if you if people have been paying attention, there's been a lot of player movements around around the league, a lot of player movements to different clubs, but you guys have only have one new signing, which really isn't a new signing in your eyes because it's your keeper Jordan Nikolovsky who was with you guys in. In 2020 anyway but um how has the club been able to you know build a squad where you've been able to keep this squad together full of quality players together for several years now how do you, how do you guys what's the key um i think i mean that usually comes from the hierarchy in the club but um i think what's important is that all the lads want to stay together they all we all enjoy playing with each other um and i guess we're friends as well off the pitch so it kind of makes for a good team to be to be in and be a part of um and I guess, you know, no one's really wanting to leave or anything. We're all happy to kind of keep it together. Um, we've had a bit of success over the last couple of years as well, staying together um, and even bringing up young boys from resis like even myself. Um, and, yeah, we're continuing to do that. So I think just keeping that that culture as it is, um, trying to maintain that culture as much as we can is, yeah, it's probably the biggest thing. And it's, I guess, paying off for us to um, to keep those players. Well, I guess one way to keep a good club culture is to bring up your captain and uh, well, player of the year a couple of years ago, and Billy Sovolos as the new gaffer. How has he been with you guys so far? Yeah, he's been unreal. Um, I think it's been a bit of a seamless transition for him. Um, I mean, I guess more for us, you know, it's not really a new coach coming in, someone that we're unfamiliar with. Um, like we all know Billy. Uh, we're all close with him as well. Um, but I think he, he just adds that little bit extra for us. Um, he's, I mean, he's got a great football mind. He's been in the game for a lot of years. So, you know, when Billy speaks, you know, you, you want to listen to him. Um, yeah, he offers us a lot as well. But, um, like, yeah, again, touching on that culture piece, um, it's just, yeah, maintaining that. Um, not really bringing in any new faces. Um, just, yeah, everyone that we're kind of familiar with. So, yeah, no, Billy's been great for us. He's, he's going to be massive for us this, us this year. And on a personal note for you, last year was a year you really began to solidify that centre-back spot in this, well, face it, it's a tough long on United side to break into, but you've managed to break into it and solidify your spot. Personally, on a personal level, what are you looking forward to this year? Um, look, I can't lie. I think I think we would be selling ourselves short if uh, we didn't want to win it. Um, I think that's got to be the main goal. Um, personally, just kind of continue what uh, the traction I've made from last season. But um, with the team we've got, I think, yeah, we can do great things. And, um, you know, every competition we're in, I think we want to win. So I think that's the biggest thing for us this year and myself personally too. Well, mate, great debut, great potty debut. Appreciate your time coming on and uh, all the best for the season ahead. No, nah, no worries. Thanks for having me on. And a thanks to Reddy for his time there. Now, the biggest thing to take out of that, one 
new signing, not even a yep. new signing, their goalkeeper, Jordan Nikoloski. Yep. No relation to the other Jordan Nikoloski <laughs> or Jaden. I think I don't think he's related to no. Jaden. No. No rela- no or out of the three Nikoloskis there, not one of them are related. And they're all good players. And they're all yeah, they're yeah. all pretty handy themselves. Yeah. But um if I do recall, you know I put a post up a couple of weeks ago, every just one. This one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure every final that Nikolovsky's been in goals for them, they haven't lost one of them. Yeah, right. Which well, isn't too I'll bad. I'll go one step forward. Yes. Every year he's played for United, they've won the grand final. So. Is that Nolan? Good luck, John. Engaging in uh, in omenry. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> we won't get into that. <laughs> no. But the biggest key for this squad, stability, yep. stability. Seems like... It seems like it's a different Wollongong United, new mm. beginning, but at the same time, it's basically exactly the same squad. They, they haven't lost much of. They've obviously we'll touch on the coach. Uh, I've lost, they've lost in a minute. no one. I don't think. Uh, I don't think they've lost anyone. Well, obviously they've lost Billy as a player. Yeah, but Billy <laughs> so, didn't play last year. No, he didn't play really, last yeah, year. Yeah. But I, I don't Nastic, know. who's a great goalkeeper, and Nastic too was hung up yeah, the boots. Yeah, but Nikolovsky's yes. another good goalkeeper. Yep. Very different goalkeepers, but yeah. still. Nastic, that, that's the one. Uh, he, Zach he has McLaren's hung up. left. Zach McLaren. Yep. He's gone well. to Canberra. He's gone to Canberra. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. No, he's gone. I'm not sure what club he's with, but, but okay. back to senior, Manara Panthers. Like. Manara Panthers. Manara they Manara played Panthers. Paul Kembler last weekend. Did they? Yes. Paul Kembler got 2-1, I'm pretty sure. Ooh. Probably called the bus home with him. <laughs> well, I, I know where he was. Uh, I know where he was on Saturday, so Ooh. we'll keep it there. Uh, but cheeky story about the sound of that no, one. No, no, it's not research, not surfacing at all. To the, uh, <laughs> the front page of the Daily Telegraph. Where have you been? Where have I been? I've been in Canberra. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we'll, we'll touch on it now. Billy Sobolos. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm not lying there. <laughs> Billy oh. Sobolos in his first year as head coach. Josh, you spoke to him a few yep. times recently. How has everything been going from his end? Yeah, good, good. Like, Billy's one of the true nice guys. I think if you guys have, have dealt with him as well, um, stability, I think, is from him, his Massive. end as well. He looks keen to give some more youth, uh, a bit of a run this year. That's about the only change. But they've been guys that have been coming up the last few years anyway. Um, so I think it's, yeah, with Billy, it'll be pretty similar, maybe with a bit of dash of excitement of a new coach. And your thoughts on the Sobolos appointment deal? Obviously, Oliver Vukovsky going to Sydney United under 20. So, well done to him. Even up to yep. the Sydney there. But um, Sobolos, pretty good pickup for club culture, I would say. And um, mm. judging by results, not too ha- not mm. not too bad behind. Very impressive the, win over um, the Wolves recently. Yeah, very impressive. Very and that wall that wall side looked pretty full pretty strength. Stacked, yeah. that, that performance was was like. Luke Wilshire would be a bit, bit concerned about that individual game, but <laughs> Billy Billy would have been really proud of his players. Because you were um, there, weren't you? Yeah. Tell us a bit about it. 2-0. Um, two, uh, it was two great goals, but mm. I can't remember the first. You meant to Yamada. Yamada got one, yeah. Who scored the other goal? Yeah, oh, I'm uh, sure I'll look up your Twitter feed and find out, but um, go on. But they were two great goals. And it was Mason Versi, I'm pretty sure. Mason Versi, I'm yeah. pretty sure you're um, spot on there. So yep. United, they don't have any new players that are like, oh, far out, he's going to be exciting. Yep. They've got a lot of really good players in there. Versi mm. and he's spot yeah, on. Yeah, Billy Sovelos, um is well-liked there. Yep. Uh, I do want to say that uh, um, it's a bit sad that we're not going to see him anymore as a player. Mm. It is. obviously one of the great players. Yeah. Yeah. Mind you, he went out the best possible way with a grand final yep. win and, and the, the player of the year. And play with the grand final. 
final, I believe, too. Man yeah. of the match. He got Man Scottish match, Superfield yes. medal yeah. as well. That's the, probably so, the best possible way he could go out. <laughs> so there was a reason why he was yeah. on the books of Portsmouth back in the day. Yeah. Physically good, a very strong player, technically great, versatile, played in midfield, defensively, offensively, midfield, yeah. played fullback sometimes. So it's sad we won't be able to see him again as a player, but all the best to him as a coach. Yep. Um, and... Uh, but there will be a bit of pressure because this side's expected to win given given how well they've gone in recent years. And I'm really looking yep. forward to seeing uh, Seji Kawakami and Mitsu Yamada go oh, around well, again. Oh, yeah. he's, the he's the next player I was going to touch they on. Yamada, touch. if the compound had finished prematurely last year, he was favourite to win that, yeah, that yeah. Um, George Naylor medal. Another big year for him, you reckon? Yeah, I mean, he, he was so impressive last year. You said he's in good touch in the preseason. I mean, he's got to be got to be pushing for that medal this year. He came close to a couple of scoring a couple of free kicks in that game against Wolves mm. as well. Yeah. So. He can hit a free kick. I'll recall the one against Olympic last year. Yep. Which wasn't too bad at all. Yeah. So, very interesting. And the next club is probably one of the most interesting clubs to speak about here. Number two, they finished number two last year. We expected them to sneak in the five last year, mm. but after the few mid-season signs they made, they impressed big time. And they were challenging up the top. They ended up finishing in the second spot when the comp stopped. Yeah. Coniston FC, and to get uh, an insight into Coniston, we've got new signing, who was George Naylor medalist runner-up in 2022, Billy Sovlos, who we just touched mm -hmm. on. Toby Norville. And uh, have a listen, very interesting. And uh, welcome to the IPL season preview to Toby Norville from Coniston FC. Mate, thanks very much for coming on. Your potty debut. No worries. Thanks for having me. Coniston, new club for you. You uh, made the move from the Cornwall Rangers last year. In terms of pre-season, obviously you picked up a little bit of an ankle injury, but with regards to the squad, how, how has pre-season looked so far? Mate, pre-season looks really good. I think... Um... We're doing really well in terms of our preparation for round one. And I feel, you know, we're definitely, Roger's got us, he knows how to run a preseason, that's for sure. So I think we'll definitely be ready and raring to go for round one at, um, at Cruny. And personally, you made the move to Cono this year. What brought that move about and how have you liked it so far? Mate, I've loved it. I feel like I've, you know, fit in pretty well at Cono. It's a very welcoming environment and a you know, well-run club that uh, makes everyone feel a part of the family. And um, it was mainly just Rog that uh, got me across. You know, he's real he's good with his words, Rog, but um, he sold the idea to me. And uh, yeah, just can't wait to get started. Been in for round one. And you're not the only new signing for Cono. They've brought in a few big names with Daniel Lowe, Matty Floro, Tyson Black and Van Elia, just to name a few. They've taken everyone by surprise throughout the the course of pre-season through the quality of signings they've made top tier squad at the moment who, what are you expecting from them and uh who, who in particular are you expecting to have a big year this year man i'm feeling super confident this season with all the boys i think you know i made this switch over here because of these new signings were coming across you know i knew a few of the boys that were coming in and i really believe that rog has got a an unbelievable squad to um to really go all the way this year. And I think, obviously, Vaughn, he'll, he's a no-brainer. He's going to have a big year. But I really think Tyson Black is going to have a massive one. He's uh, he's unbelievable. So, 
And finally, on a personal level for yourself, mate, you just runner-up with the George Naylor medalist in your first year in the IPL Cup of years ago. Yeah. Uh, Carmel struggled. We, uh, the, the team as a whole struggled a bit last year. You were a shining light for them. What are you expecting and what are you uh, looking for to get out of 2022 on a personal level? Yeah, I feel like last year we, we kind of... It was a bit of a lull, you know. We had a good bunch of boys, but just just didn't really click at Carmel. But i really love to get that form back from... Um, Crinny, you know, I got a we've got a really good squad, as I said before, and I feel like under Rog, I think we can definitely gel and get something really special happening this year. So, well, mate, great insight. Appreciate you coming on, and all the best with Connor for the season ahead. Thank you very much, mate. Good to chat. Thank you. Thanks to Toby for his insight to that there, giving me a nice little nod. Yeah, <laughs> I'll read out the five players they have brought in. Tyson Black from Tarawana Blueys, Daniel Lowe from Wollongong Wolves, Toby Norval from Coromel Rangers, Van Elia from Wollongong Wolves and Wollongong Olympic finished off last year. Matt Floro recently, more recently. It's five pretty good signings. Five decent signings. Yeah. I'll ask you a, I'll ask you a question about the end in terms of recruitment, who's recruited the best, but mm. that, that's got to be up there, that list. All over the field too, but particularly... Up front, like Van der Leyer, Tyson Black doesn't mind a goal. There is plenty to like. That, that attack's got Van Elia, Tyson Black, Adam Volader, yep. Matt Floro, yep. Toby Norville. It's not bad. It's not too bad. <laughs> and they weren't too bad at scoring a goal last year as a team either. So. Oh, yeah. and they 8-0 in... win over Crinney comes to mind. And, so. and, and an underrated one, I think, is Daniel Lowe. He, yep. is, he leads by example, training and everything. He's yep. so professional what he does. Brings that Wolves experience as well. And that uh, NPL experience exactly. as well. Yep. Yeah. Dylan, I'll get your thoughts on this. Yeah, it's a, that, 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 that list of names. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what formation they use for a majority of the season mm-hmm. and where uh, those players line up. You'd think that Elias a starter. you think Wilder's a starter. Is Flora the other one in, up front? There? I, I can say, from what I've seen, Flora's been very impressive. I know that um, Roger rates yeah. him extremely yeah. well. Um, Daniel Lowe and Toby Norwell have been injured. Yeah. Uh, Adam Volder and Varnelia missed the game against Canberra Croatia mm-hmm. last week. This squad hasn't played full strength yet. Jeez, and Sturgeo was playing Resi. Sturgeo had yeah, because he had to go. He had to go, he so had, he couldn't make he first grade. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so best my, playing reserve grade, Lucas Sturgeo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but there you go. Like these guys haven't played full strength yet. Yep, yep. Once we talk they about play, their attack, they still have a lot of good defenders. Oh, defense is mm. their the defense was in the comp. Yep. their defense was. One of, if not the best, last year. Yep. I'm pretty sure their goal to, goal to game ratio conceded was the best. Yeah. If I recall, maybe Olympic just pipped Particularly them. early on, they barely conceded a goal in the first month. Well, they went five goals, five five, five, five games, games without conceding, without conceding yeah. Yeah. which was crazy. Like Zufic. Zufic was yep. injured, Morando yep. was injured. Yep. And then Quaid came in late. Equate Dalmeida came in, made a huge difference. Mm. Huge um, difference. Kayano Lowe, who's going to be playing centre back. Yep. And um, another one as well who is going to be crucial, particularly in the squad depth, Gian Sacco. Yep. Had a very good performance from what I've heard against Cameron Croatia over the weekend as well. Mm-hmm. He can play a midfield defensive role. Apparently his dad played for Kono back in the 90s. I'm pretty sure he did. Mm-hmm. Sacco name rings a bell. But um, Norval, as you heard earlier, super confident about this squad. He had he did not flinch 
when asking how confident he was about this squad. Connor's yeah. improved every single year since being demoted to the Community yeah. League, coming back up to the Premier League. Although the last year and a half, from when we spoke about him this time last year, it's miles apart. Where did they finish 2020? 2020, they were about 8th, 9th, 10th. Yeah, around and that I mark. I think we all expected an improvement. I think you were the one... I think Dylan might have been really high on them too, if I remember. I, I had them I had them in the fifth spot. I thought they were pushing for the top five maybe, but they just blew away expectations. They were fantastic. Mm. And should we be surprised with the su- the super coach in charge? Well, coincidentally... Roger will, Roger will answer the phone for you. Really <laughs> He's very good like that. Roger's, <laughs> Roger's one of the boys, I can confirm. But I'll get that on a shirt, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> one <laughs> of the boys. What, what, what was that sign they had in 2019? Rog Klopp mm. Pep in that order. <laughs> After they won it, nah, that was no nah, outstanding well, work. You, you've mentioned some some pre-seasons for for other clubs, but they've they've been going hard for for some time, so uh, they should be ready to go in round one. But I, I want to say that they were a bit of a surprise last year. We thought they'd go well, but not quite as well. A bit more pressure this year. Yeah. That's one thing. That That's another thing. Yeah. Besides yeah. Ogrenovsky, have they lost much? But Kristeski. That's all of that. Someone, we're probably missing someone, yeah. But that's all yeah. of that. I don't think we're we'll missing. We're missing someone. Coral, we've missed someone. You, Ricky Goodchild, left as well. Ricky so, Goodchild yeah, left yes. as well. So yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah, probably that. one of the most key players yeah. last year as well. <laughs> that's probably probably a big one that I missed there. Been but. very good in the IPL for a long time as well, Ricky. Yeah, so. very hard. So, yeah. um, so where are we going, Connor? Is this the year they have the shot of the league title? Stupid question. Well, they top. Three or four sides are really strong from last year, but they, they've added even more strength to their side, so they'll be giving it a fair shake. Vola, does he continue the goal-scoring form? Well, I think, why not? Possibly, I and mean, he's got, he's got some more competition to the side now. Starting, but yeah. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. He um, might have to share the goals, but... He was superb last year he was when he came in. I think yeah. he came in late, I believe. Came in halfway through, and yeah, I think and he just, scored a goal again from there on. Yeah, I'm just having a, super a sneaky look at Josh's uh, computer. Mm. Uh, be interesting to see uh, how Matty Chencher goes as well. Matty Chencher, yeah. He, he, ends up yeah. Playing, he has been playing for them in, for in first grade in pre-season. Yep. Not too bad. Not too bad. He's, He's always been there. Year too. Yeah. He's always been around there. He's been that club for a long time now. Yep. His uh, squad depth is going to be key. They've got squad depth, I think. And don't also sleep again on the guy we had, we spoke to him, Toby Norville. I mean, his form in twenty nine, uh, twenty twenty, well, sorry, was so impressive. I'm so. very keen on Toby Norville's performances this year. He hasn't yep. played much, but when you see him at training, pretty good. Kono Rezi Zen, they'll they'll be up there because God, be I hope so. God, I hope so. They'll be up there because they're going to have some good bloody plays playing for him. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I, I I can only hope. But um, one player that Toby was very keen on. Young Tyson Black after his preseason performance. Is this a big year ahead for Black? Yeah. I mean, he's he's been the most exciting player at, at Tarawana in recent years. So um, if he can bring some of that uh, energy to the side, it'd be even better. Well, since Rogers come in, we touched on the transformation. I think you'd find most of their starting 11 wouldn't have been at the club two years ago. The only yeah. exception I can think of in the whole squad, excuse me, is... Kayana, mm. Chencha, O'Neill, and Dakanovsky yeah. in the younger grades. Outside of that, two years ago, it's I think it's a big pretty turnover, big transformation yeah. as a whole. He's yeah. plain and simple, Dill. He's transformed this side into a title challenger. Fair he to sure say. has. Yep, fair to say. He sure has. 
I'm getting a call from Craigie Burnie Victoria, which is probably a scam caller. There you go. Don't answer random calls from Victoria. <laughs> Although one thing you were speaking about the formation, Flora and Volata together up top. Mm. How could that work? Oh, that that'd be a bit dangerous, I think. It's a good problem by the sound of it. If you could fit Elia, Norval, and all the other all the other boys, Black, you could fit all those boys around the wings behind somewhere. Pretty big. Not a bad bench either, potentially. Not a bad, not bad squad depth at mm. all. But we're going to get into the squad that you know you can guarantee they're always going to be there. They're so strong, and they've been strengthened over the last yep. few weeks in particular. Not exactly on the field. We'll touch mm. that in a minute. Mm. But we spoke to one of their. I think he's one of their longest serving players now in Joey Lavelle. We had a few internet issues with this uh, with this call as well. So if it, cuts, if it cuts out a little bit, don't worry. Podcast isn't over. It's just we had a few internet issues. But here's Joey Lavelle from Wollongong Olympic. And a welcome to the IPL season preview to Joey Lavelle from Wollongong Olympic. Thanks very much for coming on, man. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Thank you. Yourself? Not too bad, mate. How's preseason been for the Olympic boys so far? Yeah, preseason's been pretty good. Um, obviously, we've had uh, two different coaches now. Um, obviously, many departed with the club, and now we've got uh, Matty Bailey. Um, our preseason's looking good. Um, training's been good. Um, the intensity's lifted a lot with Bowles on board now, and um, yeah, he brings he brings a lot to the club. So yeah, the boys are doing good, and um, yeah, we're fighting fit, ready for round one. Yeah, the biggest news of the last few weeks is obviously Bales, Matt Bailey coming to the club. Won, won the league a couple of times at Bulleye and, uh, yeah, very uh, very well-acclaimed coach coming into to your squad. How, how I'm guessing he's been good with the squad so far? Yeah, he's been really good. He's um, yeah, he's very professional. He wants to win. Um, his application and his training sessions are, yeah, unreal. Yeah. Um, He's got a lot of experience as he played in the MPL um, and also in the IPL. And um, yeah, all the boys are very excited. And, um, yeah, we're very happy to have him on board. And not just a good coach, but a very good bloke too. Yeah, how, how does he relate with the boys? Because, um, obviously, there's a couple of young boys in your squad. And then there's there's guys like Chris Price, who Bales actually played with with the Wolves about 15 years ago, I think. So how has that been for Bales going in? Yeah, it's... Um, we're all loving it. Um, Bells knows most of us boys because um, he's played with most of us or played against us. So, um, no, he fits in really well. Um, all the boys are happy to have him on board. And, um, yeah, everything's going very, very good at the moment. So, we're all happy to have him a part of Wollongong Olympic. And I'm sure Wollongong Olympic as well, like the board and the committee, excited to see what um, this season can bring. Yeah, you boys are once again tipped to be top of the pile this year. How are you boys looking looking to make sure, you know, you guys how how are you guys gonna try and continue your winning form from last year? Obviously you didn't drop a game last year. Yeah, well that's we've set a um we've set a few goals this year. Um obviously last year we're undefeated and then the season got cancelled because of COVID, but um that's our goal. As well, um, but we've set a target and we want to try and um, 
go the whole season undefeated if we can. Uh, we do have a really, really strong squad. Boys on the same page. And, um, yeah, it's all about winning. And I think that we can go the whole year undefeated. And who, player-wise in particular, who's impressed you the most throughout the preseason? Who are you tipping to have a big 2022 from your squad? Um, Tyne and Diaz, he's, for his age and the way he applies himself and the, I think that that's one of the greatest signings Olympic have signed for a very long time. He's, he's experienced, um, he's a very smart footballer. He's a great bloke. He puts, he brings the young kids under his wing. He's a great teacher. Um, yeah, I've got a lot of respect for Tyne and he's, I think he's going to be a big part of our winning squad this year. Well, Joey, thanks very much for your time, mate. Great insight to the boys of the Olympic and uh, all the best for the season ahead. No worries. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for your time, mate. And a thanks to Joey for his time there. A couple of gains include Sandy Lokop, but the biggest one he mentioned on, he was so keen on it, Tyne and Diaz from Apia Leichhardt. Mm. That's he, he, his words exactly was one of the greatest signings Olympic have made in a long time referring to Diaz is that a fair statement you think I think it is I've signed some good players in recent years but uh, Tynan right up there right up there has been a fantastic player in the NPL for a long time right yep. up until you know his last game for Arpia if I'm not if I'm not mistaken his last competitive game for Arpia was that win against Western Sydney or his last win mm. And I'm pretty sure he scored a goal from halfway yep, in that wow. game as well. So, <laughs> Bloody disappointed. There was a yarn that went up saying that he's retired. But I did see that. IPL, mate, it's still going. No, that's... that's still going. He's still going. He's not he's still... got a lot to offer, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, but one of the biggest pickups, arguably the biggest, last few weeks, Matt Bailey. was. It, this story was broken by yours truly, Mr. Arvella, right here. Mm-hmm. Joey has said... That he's he's chuffed with that. Look at him. The intensity is just slow key. He's just slow, so he loves it. One. He loves a scoop. Joey was referring to Olympic. The intensity has lifted since Bailey has entered. I think personally, Bailey is a massive, massive yep. pickup. Absolutely. Because if you recall when he was at Bulleye, League Championships, Grand Final, got it under, yep. dope empty cup. Can't have said too much more than that, I don't think. Been a big off season for Olympic too. I mean big off season for everyone. But you consider that they uh were leading the, the race last year and they've had two coaching changes in the last month. Well, well I guess Manning, yeah. oh, six months really with Manning yeah. and then coming in. Then, yeah, in the off-season. In the off-season yeah. anyway. So, yeah, I think Bailey, you know, he speaks really well and I think he's, um, yeah, there's a lot to be excited about. With you, his you, did, you did speak to him for the Mercury about a week when he got yep. announced. How was he? How optimistic was he about it? Optimistic, very professional. Knows knows there's big expectations from fans, the board, the club in general. Um, and he's, he's ready for that challenge, to be honest. And one thing that Joey Lavelle said as well, that Bailey has either played with or against a lot of this squad. He did yep. play with Tyne and Diaz and yep. Chris Price about 15 years ago for the Wolves. Yep. So Dil, the relationship between player and coach, it's already there right before we even got there. It's a, it's a, it was a fascinating appointment. Um, there's plenty of quality in this squad, but this side is very different to the side of Adipal White. So whether they're going to whether he's going to try and set up in the same way, that'll be something to watch the same way he set up the line in 2017 and 2018. Uh, it's, it's, it'll, it's hard to hard to get a read on how well they'll go. It's if that, 
they're they're almost a surety for the top five. I'm very optimistic. They could be finished Bailey's, first. Bailey's they could finish fifth, in my opinion. I, I think they're going to be up there. I'm yeah. over, I have no doubt these guys are going to be up there. Mm-hmm. Joey Lavelle was very convinced. He's confident. He said in the chat, he's confident they can go the whole year unbeaten. So something must be brewing at Olympic. They that, went they went unbeaten until the comp stop last year. That certainly freaked my attention when he said that they could go through undefeated. That, that's and a big he, call. He did not flinch when he, he said that. He did not flinch. Either. You know, and you hear clubs and teams say statements like that, and you think, oh, do they mean it? He had a lot of meaning behind that one. This bloke's still there. Every Keating, yep. Hardis, yep. Price, yep. O'Rourke. Yep. They obviously lost Van Alaya. Um, Pass. Field. Passfield. And Passfield, of course, yeah. Keeper. So Passfield. A good play. So they haven't lost too much, is what my point is either. So they've kept a. And Pretty solid score. come in. Yes, man for Connell, you can elaborate on that. You uh, you told me that this morning, so tell us a bit about the man from Coromel coming in, please. Ricky Goodchild. Ricky Goodchild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ricky Goodchild. That's that, a haven't you heard of him? Haven't I heard of him? No. Who is he? We might have heard of him. We might have heard of him. I'll be interested to see where he plays. He's a, he's a player that's been in a number of clubs now, a bit like old Vaughny. Um, but oh, no, 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 there's going to different clubs yeah. and then there's Vaughn. Uh, he's incredibly uh, consistent, Ricky Goodchild. Oh, yeah. Like, it'll be high like, quality. At every side he's been at, he's been the main guy. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see in a side mm. where he's the main guy, how he goes. Yep. Uh, because, he, it's, because he could be a player that uh, could be the... The crucial player for Olympic at stages this season, um, but there are so many players that are in a similar boat. Um, mm. But back to the guy we started on, 35-year-old Tynan Diaz. Um, it's good to see him back in Wollongong. Um, he'll go if, he's, if he plays the full season, he'll go close to that uh, mate George Naylor. Mm. He, he finished it up here basically at the top yep. in the national competition. He was outstanding as well. Mm. Joey did touch on, they have lost minimal players. Yep. On The only one I can think of is Van Elia and yep. Josh McDonald. But yep. Joey said, lock for lock, Tornan Diaz and yep. Ricky Goodchild coming in. Pretty good ends. <laughs> That's like lock for lock, I'd say. But yep. um, combine this squad with Bailey, such a dangerous side. So dangerous. And also Sandy Lowcock, I think, will be a good recruit as well. He mm. brings a lot of experience to that side and just yep. strengthens them even more, really. So... Got plenty of depth, these squads, yep. but the most interesting part of the show now, our predictions with no reasoning. Ooh. So, no frack up this year. Let's take a <laughs> shot in the dark. One person, so I'm going to, we'll go, we'll go Dylan, yep. Josh, myself. One person will give all their answers at once, so I'll, I'll prompt you. Sure. Give you, give your response to the list. So, uh, this is with absolutely no reasoning because no player has gone on has really gone up against many Premier League clubs in this off season. Dylan, is it one word answers? Uh, no, not one word answers because most people have two names: a first name <laughs> and a last name. So maybe two words, or you could go that last name. It's up to you. But Dylan, your George Naylor tip. Silence. Diaz. Diaz, Ooh. league champions. United. Grand final winners. United. Bert Bamford Cup winners. United. Goalkeeper of the year. Harrison. Coach of the year. Billy Sobos. Josh. <laughs> that's, that's, I love that. It's a tough act to follow. Josh, George Naylor medalist. Mitsu Yamada. 
League champions. Wollongong Olympic. Grand final winners. Wollongong United. Bevan the Cup winners. Coniston. Goalkeeper of the year. That's where I got stuck. I'm going to say Passfield. Coach of the year. Matt Bailey. Who wants to prop me? I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> the GN. Toby Norval. The LC. Olympic. The GFW. Connor. The BBCW. <laughs> I could give a straight face that. Burp empty cup. Uh, United. The G K O T Y. Passfield. The C O T Y. Roger. Ooh. Far out. Roger's going to love these two. There's <laughs> <laughs> a good mix there. Good mix of answers. I wonder if he doesn't answer my I've got to be. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll check this at the end. I'll note it down and see how we go at the end of the year. But mm. that is our season preview. Fantastic way to bring back the new season in person podcast. I've missed it. It's been so much easier talking, I suppose, to the internet, worry about internet issues yep. and everything. But, gentlemen, thank you for your time. Thank you very much for coming on. Let's get into the footy, boys. Let's Can't go. Leave it. We're in February. Let's do Two it. Two weeks, February. Let's get back into it. But, uh, for all out there, thank you very much for watching and listening. We do have YouTube now. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube. Do your thing. Follow us on Facey, Twitter, Instagram, all sorts. Be sure to, if you haven't, if you've missed some episodes yep. as well, be sure to check them out. Yeah, if you're out for a we drive or something like that, for a drive. Have a, have a listen back. Yeah, lazy. Maybe check out the season preview from last year. You know, we used to. No, last year we used to plug it in every three <laughs> weeks until we got to a number, but. Um, yeah, once again, another little big thanks to all 12 players who, uh, who uh, gave up their time to uh, speak to us as well. That was a big shift, um, getting all them together. They're all so good with it. And a uh, big thanks to all the players who have been supporting the platform so far. But we will catch you guys next week. We've got our round one season preview next week. And, uh, well, not season preview, round one preview. Yep. And uh, that's when the stuff gets very interesting. Coming out, this will be coming out on the 17th of February. Yep. The one after that, we're coming out the Thursday before round one, which Coniston and Cringilla will kick off 8pm on Friday the 25th, I believe it is. The Javabis uh, are nice and hot, and we'll get going. Let's do it. Thanks very much for listening and watching. We'll catch you guys next week.